Frothies, 9th of September 2020. Bit of Eagle Rock to kick off the night just for all the uh, manly fans out there. I hope you're all very well and away from sharp objects this week. Um, good evening, Barney. How are you? G'day, mate. Yeah, going all right. It's been a pretty tough week, to be honest. Um, getting smashed at work and a few yeah. personal and family things all popped up at once. Oh, but it's no good. You know, we keep on punching on. We get to come here and talk about rugby league. Rugby uh, league. Yeah, mate. Um, obviously, the uh, passing of a close friend of both of us mm. that we heard about during the week, which is um, unfortunate and upsetting. And yeah, um, I want to um, yeah pass on our our joint um, condolences to the family of Robert Collins, who passed away this week, far too young from bowel cancer, and uh, a very great man and a staunch shark supporter and yeah, loving father and we sorely missed and um Mental, yeah good friend had a, had a bit of a day where i had a bit of a cry a couple of times yeah and, missing me and, too and, man. Um, it affected me um a bit more than i thought I to think, be honest i think uh and i know a few of our friends are the same thing i think you, if you don't realize how much he's part of your life you've known the bloke since he's eight years old years, mate, yeah. Bloke. yeah never heard a bad word about him no so um we loved you, Bobby, and um, rest in peace, my friend. Rest in peace, and hopefully uh, you're showing up there, showing Bradman how to hold his bat properly. Finally. Uh, anyway, we're also joined by Ollie. Hello, Ollie. On that happy note. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, first of all, I want to get in there that Connor Watson would be a good signing for the Tigers before Daggy tries to steal it. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing. We got enough halves. We got five halves. We can't afford six. I mean, if you get rid of Match them, you, reportedly, yeah, getting rid of some. So mm. um, anyway, sack to them. Yeah, true. Oh, Left on their own volition, almost. Wish we could, yeah. <laughs> Should do that. If only. Leave their contract at halftime, be pretty good. <laughs> Eventually, anyway. something could be done about that. Some type of punishment needs to be handed down. You don't leave a game at halftime when your team's playing. Yeah, if they haven't if written it down. Imagine basically... They'll probably get lined up in front of all the boys and they'll have a shot at them during the week, but, yeah. Match said basically there's no rule about it. They're allowed to do what they want. Uh, it's poor form because uh, the week's Benji was dropped. He stayed there to 80 minutes and was around. And I'm sure they'd be popping a bit off their teammates. Yeah, they, they would have got fined. They probably had the you know, $500 fine in the kick for the end of the year, whatever they're allowed to do these days. Yeah. Um, that's a bit of a non-story. Typical media beat up. How can you get angry? Unless it's a rule. I wish it was a rule because then, yeah. you know, there's <laughs> 1.5 million in our salary cap. But until then... <laughs> It's not, so we don't really need to dwell on it. Um, should we look back at last week first? I just really enjoyed last week's footy, and um, and I really enjoyed doing the preview this week. I sort of I messaged Barney about eleven o'clock. They said, "Fuck, I love footy." <laughs> it's just one of those weeks. I don't know what it was. Maybe I just needed a bit of cheering up. So um, we kicked off on the Thursday night with the Panthers twenty-five, very professional against the Broncos twelve. So they did get thirteen plus at the end there for uh, all those all ups. Straight yeah. in, did that. Yeah, in the last five. Minutes. A little bit for us. Um, stats bar? Uh, completions were 84% for both teams, uh, 31 out of 37 sets, and 37 out of 44 for Penrith. Uh, three line breaks to two to the Broncos, 26 tackle busts to 29, uh, Bronco, uh, Penrith leading that one. Five offloads to Brisbane, three to Penrith. Tackles were 442 to Brisbane and 333 to Penrith. 
just as you said, professionalism, just being able to control that ball and work Brisbane into the ground. Uh, penalties conceded were seven to three from Brisbane, seven to ten errors. Hass with sixty-one tackles, Appy Corusau with fifty-eight, Hass again with one hundred and eighty meters, and Edwards with two hundred and ninety-nine meters. Supercoach points: Stags got ninety-three, Hass with eighty-nine, Edwards with seventy-five, and Cleary with seventy-three. You gonna go first, Ol? Sure. You got the um, family here. You can kick off. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to over the shoulder there, the John Clan. Um, yeah, um, I reckon that this one was a lot closer than I thought it would be. I mean, obviously in terms of the scoreline, but I think the way the two sides played as well. Uh, Brisbane showed up, and their good players showed up. The players that we've been harping on about all season that have been good, the likes of Haas, Stags, Will Stags getting that try early to give Brisbane the lead. Um, yeah, look, I thought Penrith could be better. I thought the game was closer, but you could certainly tell that Penrith are by far the better side, and Penrith end up getting the job done in the end. Uh, I know Penrith have put a couple sides to the sword during the season, but there are also times, you know, against the likes of the Warriors, um, the Titans, where they have had not too much of a struggle, but have probably won by less than what we predicted. Um, and that, that was sort of similar in, in this game as well, I reckon. I, I guess they didn't really get out of that second or third gear, yeah. you could say. <clears throat> oh, that's what I thought, because um, I don't know, there's a bit of pub chat this week. Oh, well, you know, because I was bag and para, which I'll do later. Uh, oh, you know, Penrith only won by this against Brisbane and para only won by this. So what did I said, well, one's in second gear. Oh, and Penrith only in second that. gear. It's a training run. And uh, and when they had to, they put the foot down in para. I don't think they've got a first gear anymore, but we'll get to them soon. I think um, I thought obviously Stag's a shining light and um, a couple of shining lights for Brisbane and they get Alex Glenn this week. So they're a real chance this week. Uh, Loi, tremendous player. He, he knows his, as I've said last week, he knows his role now as a five. He's absolutely tremendous. Um, young, the young Brisbane player Ricky looked a likely type. Yeah, for his first um, his debut, wasn't it? Yeah, first time. And, um, a lot of energy there. He didn't get a lot of um, lot of chances either, but he does does look like a, a bit of a, um, a future player there. Um, Thirteen missed tackles by the two halves for Brisbane. Yeah, like that's that's pretty rough when you're missing half the tackles from the team out of two blokes. Um, Dean was awesome, but not an easy forward pack to. Uh, um, no, definitely not. not. Be any, and they're not big blokes, those two, and young. But Penrith were only going through the motions, as you both said. Um, if you just watch their attack, there was no um, emphasis on running um, hard lines and you yeah. know, running. They weren't running through at 100. percent They weren't even close to 100. percent Yeah. Um, and that Brisbane team, there's only probably 25, 30 percent of those blokes that are having a red hot crack every week. And we've said it for probably six weeks. It's it's Stags, it's Hass, it's um, Carrigan. Yeah. And, and that's pretty uh, much it. Yeah. But um, Capewell was he was super intense. He wanted to make his mark. Yeah. <laughs> he was running around tackling anything yeah. that came anywhere near him he tried really hard obviously he got his first touch a try as well which was good but um, yeah, isn't it funny because they, they've uh, kind of have done what they've done and they've missed him all year who obviously is a workhorse I know they've found a few along the way and um, and obviously missed blokes like Charlie Staines yeah. for just about six weeks all up since his debut so. Charlie and Staines Matt, is and not going to be in the first grade team, no, no anyway. and, uh, and Burton sitting on the bench so yeah, he's been in and out a little bit as well um, yeah. but they're still yeah, they're just absolute professional as you said constant pressure and they just ground Brisbane into the ground yeah well this, and this is the thing like, I think people get carried away uh, and this might sound funny because I'll we'll talk about Paris soon um, oh, Penrith should have 
would be, oh, my multi should have put, they should have 20 on Brisbane, this and that. Well, all Penrith would have done is turned up, said, we'll get two points, let's get no one hurt, let's just go around, miss complete our sets. I guarantee and, you Brisbane felt it the next morning when they woke up. Yeah. It's not like they went, you know, super easy, mm. but their attack wasn't fully switched no, they on. Weren't, yeah. They were just, yeah, that's running right. their plays and they're still hitting pretty hard in defence. So. And, and now their spine is is really good this now they've now they've found Lua obviously Carousel but Dylan Edwards has been one of the yeah where, from where he was I've said this a few weeks back uh, twelve months ago yeah, couldn't catch one of the revelations of the season <laughs> he's just, the just way on he's, the ball constantly yeah working hard um, two O works hard Naden works hard they're just a professional Tuo football works team so hard yeah. from a winger and he's yeah. only a little guy as yeah. well but the amount of um, base stats are running out of his back end yeah and, um, and, and he I, doesn't miss it makes him count either. he's a bit like Pereira like they make their runs count and um. You, and there's something I noticed a few weeks. Yeah, you know, I mentioned a few weeks back as well. But it's um, just the hard work he does. Like he's an elite level, hard working winger. Um, but yeah, apart from that, they got their two points. They move on. That was the minor premiership, just about, I believe. I th- it's sealed now. I th- it's sealed. As long as in the Cowboys game, I think they can. As long as they don't drop a cup this week. Okay. If they don't drop any if Tigers or whatever's got points, coming up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else to take away from that? No, um, Penrith did a job. Newcastle 38, Sharks 10. Sharks were very ordinary. Barney, give us some stats and then you can uh, have the first crack here. Uh, yeah, 88% for the Knights and 72% completion for the Sharks. 37 out of 42 sets and 28 out of 39. Six line breaks to three to the Knights. Uh, 40 tackle bucks. Tackle busts again. Sharks missing 40 tackles. It's been the story of the year. 19 to the Sharks. Um, six offloads to 11. Tackles were 303 to 385. Knights gave away three penalties. Sharks gave away six. Ten errors to 11. Kurt Mann made 44 tackles. Braley with 46. Ponga with 222 metres. And Talakai with 138 metres. That's pretty much the story of the Sharks' night when the highest run metre is 138 and it comes from your interchange second rower. Uh, Ponga with 158 supercoach points. Mann with 89. Tracy with 71. And Woods with 63. Um, oh, Ponga was switched on from the from the get-go. First minute, you could just see he wanted to get himself involved as much as he could. Yeah. Wanted to, want to put his stamp on this game. Um, and also from the first minute, you could see that the Sharks' forward pack just was non-existent. Yeah. The majority of that game, they were so disappointing in the forwards. They were getting bumped off. They were getting... They, They'd make contact and they get rolled and just pushed off to the side and they just keep on rolling through the middle. They just absolutely carved the Sharks up through the middle. Um, there's a couple out of there that had games that they're never going to want to remember ever again in their life and that's the two Sharks halves were probably the, the best of them. Um, Braden, being a young kid, obviously you can understand he's going to make errors and Chad, I don't know what happened there. Oh. That was one of the dumbest things I've seen this year. Was a send-off? Yeah, fucking if it was. End off. He didn't jumped off his feet. It was always a shoulder charge, um, and I'm pretty sure he hit him square in the face. Yeah. But no, it was <laughs> oh, top of the shoulder. Shoulder and shoulder to the head. Man. But um, I, I didn't know it was a send off. But yeah, he didn't even try to tackle him. That's the no. thing. Though it was a yeah. clear shoulder charge. In his YouTube video that he put up the other day, I watched it. He was like, "Oh, I was just trying to make a good play for my team, and it went a bit wrong." Well, he didn't. He, got even, over he, didn't he didn't even make an attempt. Yeah. To put his arms out to make a tackle, he clearly went with the shoulder. So there's no disputing him. that, yeah. So there was no impact in the forwards until um, T- uh, Talakai and Hunt came on. They did make a difference. They, they had a go, but um, uh, 
It was all led from the captain, I thought. Wade Graham was getting into some grubby, weird, silly yeah. stuff after yeah. about 15 minutes, and that's not normally what he does. And then you look at the other captain, he was cool, calm, he had the best game he's had for quite a while for um, Newcastle. And, um, he's they, been listening. They kept yeah. their head on. Uh, Lino was impressive, considering uh, uh, he hasn't played for a long he time. Was I know it's easy when your forwards are rolling, but um, my notes here, apart from He didn't Bonga, make any stuff, mistakes, mate. Was, uh, he, he, looks a, he looks like he's got something, Lino. Yeah, he's, can, he's decent passing game, good yeah. short kicking game. And um, uh, just he needs, some, needs to work with someone else, obviously, but um, he's definitely something there. But, no, mate, that's the worst performance by the Sharks easily this year by a mile. And if they keep playing like that, they may as well just keep playing like that and let the Warriors get in because at least it'll be fucking decent footy to well, watch. Well, there's the not – um, there's no – I can't think of a positive take from it. And they didn't lose – I know they get Sean Johnson back Talakai this week. Talakai and Hunt. Um, they're, they're a team that's of, about it. They're, they're the pot plant team at the moment, the Sharks. They really are. And Rudolph was disappointing, but he had been good all year. He just got his new contract this week. Yeah, quite but, possibly. Katoa <laughs> yeah. too, although he didn't play, so. Clammer mm. and Barnett led the way for um, Newcastle. And they got, as I said, they got the roll through the middle. And then they um, I know it's easy. Fitzgibbon's best game as well. He yeah. was, he was yeah, good. he was very good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Barnett's a star. I yeah. I love watching him play. Yeah, the Sharks' yeah. forward pack was disgusting. As soon as uh, he got down and dirty, they didn't want to didn't do with it. No. Um, anything for you to add on? Oh, only that this was the worst outcome possible for me. I've been tipping Newcastle to lose most weeks. I've been saying how that if it was a 25-round season, they'd miss the eight, but I've also been hyping up the Sharks, that they're coming good and that they should easily breeze past the Knights. So, of course, the Knights easily breeze past the Sharks, and we're going to have to rethink a couple things, but um, good, good on Newcastle. I'm happy to be wrong if it means a team is doing well. They were good, and they look like if they play like that, they'd be competitive in um, the first couple of weeks of the finals. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think you've covered everything there. Um, I, I can't add much. Pierce is, like I said, Pierce's best game. Pong is a superstar. Especially the thing is, and and, and <laughs> this is the thing: the Fords winning the battle is what makes them look good. And they didn't just they, win it, mate. They, they destroyed they it. And Pong is doing what he wants out their back. But it, like, it, it is good the Queensland have someone. If he's not Tedesco level, he's. Yeah. The level under. Yep, yep. Um, and it is exciting. He just for seems next. to need that fraction of a second more time than Tedesco does, but he's. And right he doesn't up have that. Um, Tedesco's just stronger. Doesn't sort of bounce. Tedesco, off. Tedesco yeah. makes half holes into holes, whereas he'll, Ponga he'll needs bump a. Bump off forwards, yeah. whereas Ponga needs that yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. more room. Just that sort of eight kilos heavier. Um, Rabbitohs 16, Storm 22. It was a. An excellent game of football. Rabdos made a believer out of me as a top four team. I think you're a top four team. I thought the only thing stopping from being a top four team is their 20 minutes straight after half time, yep. where they were awful. They lost their own game there. They had that game at their mercy. Uh, that said, the Melbourne defence was awesome because Rabbitohs would have torn 13 teams apart in that first 20 minutes, and Melbourne conceded six points. No, Melbourne scored first. Melbourne didn't concede a point. Um, whereas the way Rabbitohs were playing, they would have destroyed a lot of teams early in that game. Uh, Melbourne hung on, and then when the clutch came through, their their spine stood up. When you got, got three of the best players in the game, four of the best players in the game. Just, as you said, um, up. obviously South did, as you said, they looked good in that first 20 minutes, but I still didn't get the feeling that they were ever really in front in that game. I just, yeah, just the work that. from Storm, the way they were able to just shut them down, even when they were half sort of... There's that thing the in the league where when you have... when you when the wave crashes so many times, there's a tipping point where you just go, hang on. It's only going to take one bit of momentum. And it happened here. Melbourne 
straight away scored. Just yeah. the way they backpedaled and they they covered their corners and they yeah they they seem to have the uh, South's attack pretty well under their control for the majority of the game. But um, 66% completion for Souths, 84 for the Storm, 27 out of 41 sets and 36 out of 43. Three line breaks to Souths, four to the Storm, 24 to 25 tackle busts, uh, nine offloads to Souths, five to the Storm. Uh, tackles were about 30 apart. Penalties conceded were six each. 15 errors for Souths and nine for the Storm. Top tacklers were Murray with 44, Christian Welch with 44, Burgess with 177 metres, Pappenhausen with 196. Supercoach points, Walker got 81, Cook 69, Papali 105 and Fasua Malai with 86. Ollie? I was very surprised by South Sydney in this one and very impressed. Um, I did say before this one that I'd sort of come around on Souths after that Eels game, but they once again surprised me a bit, as I said, against Melbourne, you know, with the game being so close. I thought that they'd put in a, a good effort. I thought, you know, this is a new South Sydney side from what we saw for the first half of the season. Um, you know the turning I, point? I, I Indigenous did. round. Yeah, it was. That, that really round was. where they lost to Reynolds and then they started playing straight up the middle through Walker. They've changed the whole game around it. And obviously Latrell's a big out because you throw, you, you throw Latrell on that team, he's probably worth six points at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. You would think so. In that game. In that game, yeah, but um, I, I think they can still do a job without. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're not got, in trouble. They've got they're yeah. not in trouble, but yeah, that would be the difference between them being next level. Yeah, in terms of them being like a premiership contender, I don't think they're a premiership contender. I think they're now better than Parramatta. I think yeah. they're about thereabouts with the Raiders, but yeah. Let, let me clarify. When I say top four, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. relative to yeah. The rest of the eight, uh, not the yeah. top three. Yeah, because yeah, that top three, I, I can't see him beating a Penrith. I can't see him beating the Roosters all. Well, I, I can't see him beating Melbourne game, in, in a in a finals situation. So um, I, I think they'll be thereabouts. They're looking the best of the rest at the moment, I'd say, for me. But, um, yeah, it's something at least to build on for next season. Barney? Yeah, no, as I said, um, I did, never really thought that South's attack troubled Melbourne too much. They seem to... Um, I've noticed over the last couple of weeks, they seem to shoot out on the first and second tackle when they know it's going to be the one out straight up the guts and try to stop that momentum early. And there's then a lot they of sort um, of slide and There's catch a lot of Cook making the, big metres, but not for any impact, if that makes sense. Sort of third, second, yeah. uh, second, third Like you'll make 15, but then it's just, oh, well. Come, yeah, 10 and then five sideways, yeah. and then they'd sort of catch him and but hold then, him up. And then, but it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the way they were sort of sliding off in the in the back line and letting them come until they get into the twenty, and then um, yeah, it's just straight up and in. But their their defence is what won them and kept them in this position that they've been in for the last ten years, and it just it continues to impress. So um, the the South forward packs Burgess obviously. Is- just about going to league the last six weeks. They stood and, up. They stood and up. Sewer's, uh, that's, that, I think that event. was probably his best game of the year. Yeah. Sewer. He's put two or three together now. Yeah. Um, and um, the other big boy at the front is Totolo. Totolo. He was good. Suspended, I think. Yeah, he got suspended, but he was good. Yeah. He, was, he good. was good. They're going to uh, miss him this week. I think he had um, 13 runs for 130-something metres. Um, but, no, I think that they competed, but you're talking against a premiership heavyweight. They're probably entitled to be second favourite Melbourne. And they, yeah, it they sort showed. of played out where they sit on the ladder, you know what I mean? They were close, but they weren't, you know, they didn't have the, the goods to get over the top of them. Mm. Uh, and they lose Pappenhausen this week, which we'll get to. Yeah, resting. Yeah. We'll get to soon. Um, Titans 18, Dogs 14. Ollie, I'll 
Barney can give you some stats and then you can... Uh, 83% bask completion for the Dogs, 79 for the Titans. Sets were 34 out of 41 for the Dogs, 30 out of 38 for the Titans. Four to five line breaks. Uh, tackle bus was 17 by the Dogs, 29 by the Titans. Offloads, 8 to 10. Tackles, 341 to 388. Uh, penalties conceded, three to the Dogs, six to the Titans. Errors were eight apiece. Jeremy Marshall King made 45 tackles. Rain with 52 Hopawadi with 190 metres and Fodawaka with 201. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King topped the supercoach with 102 points. Lewis with 89. Fodawaka with 83. And Thompson with 74. Uh, since they played Tigers, Jeremy Marshall King has been awesome. Throwing an absolute been, leg, yeah. Since, since that Tigers game, it seems like he just... He's come, especially supercoach-wise, not that... It's a bit late for your PODs in these days, but he. Um, but as a little little guy, he makes a good tackles. Yeah. He doesn't. Oh, he misses a few, but he, he generally makes good first contact, and um, yep. and he started uh, being a threat out of um, yeah. running out of half. Yeah. Just got a bit of confidence in that game, I think. Yeah, I think so, uh, Ollie. Yeah, it, it was just a good game. Like I, I said, it would be the dogs put in a good effort, the Titans put in the effort. I think the Titans showed in the end that they were the better side. In this one, just classier backline. Yeah, eh? a, a bit of a classier side, but the effort was there from the Bulldogs, and at times they nearly had them. So I am glad the Titans got the win, but I'm also glad that the Dogs showed that effort. I wouldn't have minded losing to the Dogs in this one just because I, I don't think they're deserving of that wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it's the same people who are stepping up for the Titans as well. You know, the likes of a Fodawaker, AJ Brimson, etc. It, it's seemingly the same story with Isn't the Titans. Isn't it funny? My note, all my all I wrote here was usual suspects. Usual suspects. Yeah. And you know what? I have a feeling um, now, of course, out of suspicion, I'm going to tip Brisbane for next week as a bit of a spoiler. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like next week we'll be talking about the usual suspects if the Titans get the win. Yeah, well, uh, Fogarty, he is a little star. They've got to go past. If, go, if they have to choose between the two, they can't pick Ash Taylor now, surely. They won't, I don't think. He's been, um, he's just been so controlling ever since he's walked in. Like his first game was a bit rough, but well, they've given him the captaincy as well. What does that tell you? Well, that that's obviously. I, I, I know while Proctor's out, but that's a vote of confidence, isn't it? Yeah, for them to give it to him, he might end up keeping it next year. He's been a super he strong. Unless they're going to put him for feeder or someone, but well, I don't think Proctor will be there next that's year. That's what I mean. I think so. going. Uh, yeah, obviously Corey Thompson, good player, Don. Point always points in him. Um, there's points in the Titans. They just, I think they've just. It's just that start of the year. If they if they had a one three of those first few games, you'd, there could be uh, just confidence up. But the they're building. Coming along nice. They're yeah. building. Um, Holbrook's obviously a good coach, and um, they're going to be better than a lot of those bottom eight teams next year. They're going to be. when you've got a good controlling half, and Fogarty is. Uh, from what I've seen this year, he's a very good controlling half. And yeah. You can, it all sort of flows off the back of that. If you can match the middle and got a good controlling half, yeah. set your game up. And then if you've got a little bit edge in the back line, which they, obviously Funny. the Titans do yeah. over the dogs, gets you the win. Um, yeah, not much to take out for the dogs because they're, they're missing a bunch of players this week. Foreign, you know. Foreign's done a peck as well, so... How is he? The sad thing is he's unemployable now. Like, how do you? Pretty much. He's out for another 14 weeks. How How can you have him on your books? Unless it's know. for minimum. Back to start the season, but yes. But still, it's just, you know, it's now, what, five years in a row that he hasn't, hasn't been able to complete a season? And it's... um. 
unfortunate because he's it's a very sad. He's a great player. skilled player. Yeah. But um, unless he's going to be going to pick up for 120 grand, it's uh, I tell you, like the obvious answer is to say England. But do you even think an English club would risk him on a one-year deal to just bring him over, have him play a couple of games, and get injured for the rest of the? What's well, I mean? He's, he's he's unemployable. Yeah, pretty sure he's got young kids too, doesn't he? I don't know if he yeah, I wouldn't. I'd yeah, exactly. Pick up, pack I think he'd be hoping that um, the thing is in his favour. Is that there's now five clubs with money that want to spend, and there's not a lot of there's not a deep pool of talent. So then he's shown that someone yeah, will pick him up. He's for been two, skillful this year. Someone can probably pick him up for beaten. for two hundred three like pay yeah, If you want to back up half, yeah. And look, yeah. you couldn't blame Brisbane for maybe trying to get. Him. They need something. Oh, do better. But so in they front tried, of Croft or Milford. Yeah, I was going to say if you if you options Milford, yeah, he'd actually be great for um for Deedon. It's yeah, they're a bit the same player. But both running, yeah. Mm. But just a bit of maturity, I don't know. Yep. Uh, oh, you know, there's always kind of Watson around. Uh, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles 32, <laughs> Tigers, Tigers 34. Uh, great comeback from the Tigers. I think Eagles just tripped over their own shoelaces and fell over at the end. It was a, a average game, but the last 15 was good from the Tigers. That's all I can say because I, the first 60 was. Atrocious, yeah, punching that. holes and things. Apparently, yeah, slapping wasn't stuff. Good. Wasn't good. Yeah. Viking claps and such. Wasn't Six good. tries apiece. Eighty-four uh, percent for Manly, seventy-eight for the Tigers. Thirty-seven out of forty-four sets and twenty-eight out of thirty-six for the Tigers. Five line breaks to seven. Uh, Tigers way tackle bus sixteen for Manly, twenty-nine for the Tigers. Fourteen offloads to eleven. Tackles were two fifty to two eighty-six. Manly only conceded one penalty to the Tigers eight. Nine errors to ten. Uh, Jake got thirty-five tackles. Grant with thirty-nine. Fanua Blake with one hundred and sixty-nine. No Faluma with one hundred and sixty-four meters. Uh, Supercoach points one hundred and fourteen for DCE. Morgan Harper with one hundred and one. No Faluma with one hundred and twenty. And Dewey with one hundred and four. Um, on the I'll start with the Eagles side um, first. Schuster looks like a likely top. He looks... Um, yeah, him and Morgan. Player. I know Morgan's... Uh, Harper. Uh, Morgan Harper's played a bit... So, uh, uh, Dogs, has yeah. played a little bit of, of footy beforehand, but he he had a really good game in this yeah, one. Yeah, well, he was someone I was... I was actually someone for Supercoach. I was looking at trying to upgrade, so you're just dumping money. And that Schuster's probably going to be picked in a lot of teams at the end, at well, the start of next for, season. Yeah. Definitely. But Harper, uh, Harper's base weight, and he... Um, and they both they both got really good feet, and, and they look hard to tackle. So. Well, that's what I was seeing because you can actually play him as a centre this week, or if you really need to, for 170k. And they're playing the Bulldogs. Busts. They're playing a busted Bulldogs, <laughs> and uh, get two trays out of them. And um, you might and think yeah, as I said, they both uh, they both look like they've got really good um, really good feet, and they're hard to put down. So that's um, that's that's a really good start in your career. Mm. Uh, and any thoughts on the Tigers? Well, I thought. You gave Manly the game at the start of it, and oh, they went, yeah. "No, nah, fuck off! You can have it back." And As a century, <laughs> that was pretty much what I got out of the game. Uh, the first Manly t- first twenty minutes said, "All right, Elijah, we'll go play out the back again," because I was like, "I can't watch this." And then the last 15, 20 minutes, uh, Manly just uh, fell in a hole. They got really, really tired at the back end of that game. Um, the Tigers competed hard for the eighty minutes, and that was the difference. Uh, there's some very nice skills. Um, from both teams at times there was some nice slick backline moves but there was also a lot of drop ball and a lot of ugly stuff in the middle but um, as yes, as I said Harper and Schuster both look like they're a handful um, DCE got five try assists apparently um, I thought he got two and the other three were just last pass <laughs> yeah. they scored a try but um, he yeah 
uh, one of his better games. Benji was involved and pretty classy at times. He was their best half, best playmaker. But so far, it's He's not been funny. their best half of all course year. Is. And like, I how, don't understand how anyone can watch a game and and not think, hey, we can find two hundred thousand. Every him. time they've played him, he's been the best half on the ground. Like, well, for your team, and sometimes for the whole fucking game. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. You couldn't possibly watch that game and thought anyone but him was the best half on that ground. But anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got out of that game. Ollie? I think on Saturday was a good showing of how far Manly have sort of dropped since last year. I mean, I know Tom Travojevic wasn't there, but a lot of people seem to forget that last year Travojevic missed about the same amount of footy and Manly was still strong and they were solid. They are missing a few more backline cavalry than there. They're missing the centres and yeah. I think both their wingers, actually. Yeah, but they even were... It wasn't just Travojevic last year. I think they had a couple... I don't think it was to the same extent, but even... No, they were tough it, last it, year. You had to... Even yeah. um, the game they beat Canberra this year, they were tough. And, exactly. and if Joel Thompson was there this weekend, you probably don't win. Yeah. He would have shored up that left edge a yeah, little bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. It's not even necessarily due to the injuries. It's just if Manly are up even 32 to 18 with 20 minutes to go last year, they do not let that No, slip. definitely not. They don't. No. And it, they just did against a side that was sort of on par with them. So it's a side that they could have shut out from that position. Uh, but the Tigers were just in it. They were gutsy. The likes of Benji. you got to give props to Nofaluma as well, getting that hat trick. So um, I'm I, getting... I, I, I struggle to think of a time when a winger has carried a team for 55 minutes. Like, he was yeah. the only person keeping us in a game. What he's doing, doing the attack, forward stuff. He's yeah. doing the hard work yeah. and the attacking well, work. He, like, he's an elite. Obviously, now he's probably going to win try scoring. A team's going to run 10th. Um, yeah. Quite possibly, yeah. And... What he do, and and those tries, it's not just finishing. It's yeah, he makes a lot out of nothing sometimes. Even during the Tigers' down spell, I don't think he's been too bad. I think he's no, still he's, remained he's pretty consistent. I, I know I've said it before, but he he's reaffirming his spot to me as an Origin player. I know Fergo got off the duck this week, and we'll get to it. But I, I still think he's probably got it over Fergo. It's just a qu- question of Kotrick now, I guess. But um, yeah, I'm I'm convinced by Nofaluma he's having a breakout year, and I, I feel like he should remain pretty consistent. There's um okay so the, the positives from that game Dewey's clearly a left center uh, that yeah, was what I'd definitely said definitely a center that's yeah. what I'd said before yeah, we back both fullback and uh, ago, he's pre-showed exactly who he should be playing Mumbai uh, is fine at attack he's not a defensive fullback he still gets shown up too often and he's too small anyway. Um, yeah, but he has to make decisions he less, was playing less often. So now, I know that, they've, that probably helps. I, I know they've putting um, I know they've tabled Addo Car for next year. Um, and the way he's been playing, he may be uh, an option at fullback. But you'd almost give just give no Fulham another crack at fullback. I mean, he played there last year, but he's a different player this year. Um, but you get out of car back in that team, it's different. But you, you need creative. You, you know, you had, you have Adokar car running off Benji Marshall is different. Adokar car running off Josh Reynolds. And and the thing is too, yes. Adokar's been amazing and he's a great player at the Melbourne Storm, but you, does the player make the team better in terms of a winger or a winger who's moving into fullback or does the team make the player a bit worse? You, you sort of got to look at least on paper at the moment. If Adokar comes back to the Tigers next year, even if he's still playing great, it'll be like Nofaluma. He'll be performing in a team that's not doing yeah, so Adekar great. He coming won't, back. He won't be the difference. Yeah, Adokar's not... James Tedesco coming back. Yeah, no. but if you're playing Moses as a fullback, I'd play Adokara there before I played Moses. That's what I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't, and especially the last two games for 
Melbourne. He's sort of played a. He's done a lot more fullback stuff. If that, if you've noticed, yeah, he's chimed in a lot yeah. more. Uh, he's playing a lot more support. He's trying to get a lot more dummy half stuff. Trying to do a bit of ball playing as um, well at different times. And he threw a nice pass actually um, the other day. Um, he set up someone nicely. Anyway, uh, so I think there's Pozzi. Luciano was good as always. They do need a big boy in the middle. Which yeah, yeah. That, that's sort of where Manly. Basically, when they were putting points on, it was because they had their two starting front rowers on, and then as soon as they took them off, the impact just completely died. Um, yeah, to power and uh, Fenua Blake, uh, basically, whenever they were on the field, they mainly dominated your forward pass. Yes. But as soon as they went off, it was a different story. So if if, so. if the stuff about uh, Tamo is true, maybe I know he's older now, but that well, shores up something. Bloody sure. you take him. Uh, and that that just shores it up. Um, but yeah, mate, you take Benji Marsh out of Tigers team next game. year, it's yeah. it's not good at all. As I said, um, it's a, it's a big issue too because it makes it very hard. And to le- recruit unless this Jock Madden's a superstar, yeah, which yeah. I don't know enough for. Makes very hard to recruit if um, you don't know who your halves are. Cause That's right. A lot of people don't want to come to a team if you don't know what you're doing the, the following year. So, like I said, like at a car and no Fulmer on edges around Benji's different. Like. That's exciting stuff, whereas yep. I struggled excited about the alternatives. Anyway, we spent too much on that game. It was a good comeback. It was made me happy very for good once. comeback. So, hey, it was a good weekend. Uh, back here with um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the uh, headline act of the weekend, the Roosters 18, beating the Raiders 6, and an incredible, incredible return to Rugby League. 13 minutes of magic from Sonny Bill. Well, I'm almost going to ban from this show, actually. But uh, he wasn't bad. He he was there. He was gassed he, after his second he, run. He <laughs> looked. <laughs> he was fucked. He looked more cooked than me trying to walk to KFC to get on the fucking Zinger Burger than um <laughs> uh, I've seen many plays in a long time. But whatever. You'll get there. Uh, uh, I will uh, get there. No, nah, but at the end of the day, all they want out of him come finals time is 30 minutes of. Good stuff. Yeah, so and he can I get there by get, yeah. finals time. But it, after his second run, he was absolutely stuffed. <laughs> like he got belted in that first tackle. He got the offload <laughs> away, but he got absolutely smacked. And then the was second, it Louis? Someone like someone. Oh, was three of them. Yeah, that <laughs> was three tremendous. of them got him. And then the second yes. tackle, he got up again, and he was on his haunches after his second run. And I was just like, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't do anything bad. So no, and you got to remember, you know I mean? he hadn't done any physical activity. He was coming yeah. off some surgery. Hasn't played forever. Exactly. Yeah. And again, the 13 minutes. I know a lot of people are giving him crap because it was a short amount of time. I just but wanted I, him it, to get it, a taste. Yeah, and f- yeah. from what it looks like to me, that was the plan for of about 13 that, minutes. But that's going to be the plan for us. I, I know, but it seems like people have been going on. Oh, look, you know, he wanted to get off. He was tired. He only played 13 minutes. I think that would have always been the plan. He looked plan. pretty gassed. He it, would have played for another 40 minutes if they let him, but yeah. whether he, he it would have been, whether the output would no, have been no, Not another any 40, good, I don't but think, but I think he would have stayed out a bit no, longer. If they'd, let him, if they'd just said, just no, go do your best. He it was always a plan because um, if he's fresh ready to go, you play, you play him 10 minutes before half time. 20, 30 next week, and then 30 come finals. Yeah, anyone's like, like, I want. feel sorry for your, your Orbisons of the world. They're going to miss Crichton potentially. I feel like Nat Butcher will probably miss out and he's been when good. Orbison comes back yep. he'll and be the sacrifice for Sonny Bill because they'll want Orbe to get the record that's what I mean GF and, uh, and, and go out 300 games oh Orbe's got to come back in he's just well I think he's one game behind Minichella now he's on 300 he as soon as anything happens you can throw him more. somewhere in your lineup. he'll do a job but the, the, the thing about that is uh, they will probably two weeks out I think they've got a couple of 
easy runs home. They'll give they'll give a couple of those younger forwards a week off and play Orbo as well. I think they'll give Takiyaho someone a week off in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the rest of the game, money, He deserves though. it, mate. Fuck, he's, oh, he's been doing been awesome. some work. Um, 74% for the Raiders, 86 for the Roosters in completions, 34 out of 46 sets and 36 out of 42. One line break to the Raiders, which was their try, and two to the Roosters, 28 tackle busts to 33. Six offloads for the Raiders, nine for the Roosters. 390 tackles to 422. Raiders gave away three penalties. Roosters gave away six. 15 errors to the Raiders and eight to the Roosters. Starling made 50 tackles. Freddie Lussick with 66 and looks a prospect. Sutton with 168 metres. And Teddy with 234. Uh, Bateman with 68 supercoach points. Sutton with 64. Tedesco with 132. How do you feel about not having him? And Takiaho with 63. Bateman's try was nice and that's pretty much where it stopped for the Raiders um, I'd, I'd like to see him throw a bit more shape in their attack they generally seem to have three or four plays that they just go to and that's just how they run their game for 80 minutes um, they need to throw a few more angles and a bit more um, bit more ball playing because the majority of their attacks are running there's um, but, yeah. it's going to sound weird in a lot of ways, White and Williams are a similar, are the same player. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're both running halves. Oh, 100 percent. And they um. But Williams takes a bit more of the kicking and the ball. Yeah, playing, but they both they both want to run. Both they both yep. rely on strength and uh, sort of half breaking a line to, mm-hmm. uh, and which isn't what I envisaged uh, Georgie Pie to be when he first signed up. But I guess no, it is well, what it is. And not a problem with that. It's just they're both the same player. Yeah. And generally, and they lack that creativity. They probably need the fullback to give them a bit more yeah. ball playing. And, Which, or, uh, um, and that's not Chance's go either. No, Dif- different if you've got a... Or a lock, maybe. Yeah. If different if you've got, got a, a Ponga or a, um, even a Wade Graham. But there's no... Yeah, they're very yeah. They're sim- bland. They're the same. And... <laughs> That's one of the criticisms. I'm sure they'll throw a few more shapes um, coming into the finals, but yeah, yeah it's, it's looking a bit oh, same like, old, same old. They were the tough. They were, you know, they hung in there. They were good. They did what they had to do as a top eight team. But I thought just... the Roosters probably clocked off a little bit too, to be honest. Um, again, I didn't see that 100% enthusiasm in their attack. There was at times there was, but there's, there could have been. I think they could have put more on the Raiders mm. uh, in this game. That first 40 though was very good. That, yeah, that, that was awesome. one of the best um, on-field performances. Performances from both Tough, sides that I've seen great that, footy. this year. That, that was great footy, but once the wrestle was won, like Roosters knew they had it in the back pocket, and that's where it almost became a, a bit of a circus. With all right, it's time to bring Sunny on now. We've got it. We've got the game won, so we'll, we'll give him fifteen. All right, we'll wrap it up here. Um, Tedesco's a freak, like he's a genuine yeah. freak. Um, it's just always there. As soon as someone tries to get rid of the ball, like you watch most other teams, and they'll be looking around for someone to, do, you know, they, mm. they want an offload. They're ready for it. Yeah. And there's no one there, but the Roosters, every time there's an offload, <laughs> it's either Teddy or um, yeah. one of the wingers coming across yeah. to fill in that hole. Particularly back the now, all of the Morris boys. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't like think they've, got, they've now got three, like both Morrises are sniffers. Yeah. Um, ball sniffers. Um, <laughs> sniffing around for offloads. Yeah. Um, not implying anything at all there. Um, but <laughs> they, like, yeah, if you've got an arm free, there's someone there for East. They, like <laughs> yeah, I said, right. and I subs- I've said before, they're just relentless. When they're at their best, uh, they are clearly at their best now, or they're getting now. They've got the cavalry back. They got through those weeks they had to get through. I think they're the best team in the comp. I think they'll win the comp, and I think they'll do it pretty easily now. It's looking that way. Um, 
Takiyaho is probably the best prop running around, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, and Tupanua was... In the last three to four weeks, he's just been outstanding. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much the whole year, but he's even improved on his year. Well, there's a game, which was two weeks back, he almost single-handedly won in a game. Mm-hmm. Two weeks yeah. or three weeks back, and then um, now he's just at elite level. Yeah. Oh, mate, he's, yeah. What is he? He's super what, impressive. What, 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 Kiwi? Or? 26, yeah, Kiwi. Who? Yeah. Takiyaho. Takiyaho, he's the Tongan captain. Tongan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he's a beast, and... Tupanua's looked like he's going to feel out to be a really good second uh, second rower as well. but And a goal kicker, which I like. Uh, Sakiaho, yeah, yeah. do like that. <laughs> the front uh, row Flanagan's been good since he's come back. Too. Yeah. He's, he knows his job now, I think. I think he's just structured that team. He knew it before he got dropped. Mm. Yeah. I think that was just a. He was probably yeah. fucking crowing in the sheds and. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you, you can have a week off now. Uh, Robbo's just going, oh, mate. Back in your box. Yeah. I think that's all that was. Flanagan wasn't too bad. Like, he wasn't out of form necessarily before he got dropped too. He just needed that sort of a bit of a wake-up call. And I think it's the really good coaches that can notice that before a player is going to go into a spot where they're out of form, where they're getting a bit too complacent, where they're starting to drift a little before they get into that rut, which is really hard to get them out of. That's why a lot of people were sort of surprised when Flanagan got dropped. But I guess Robbo, being the smart coach, he is new and he did the right thing in the end because he's playing great footing now. Here so. he's still a little rusty. He probably yeah. needs another couple of weeks. But well, I was surprised he's back so early. Yeah. Um, I think they brought him back a bit too early just to try and get him, him fit. In, yeah, yeah get him time. finals but, fit. Because he's going to have to be 80. He's going to have to play 80. When, you, when you're playing the Storm and the Panthers at the back end of the comp, yeah. you need your well, you, you saw in, um Yeah, that's right. You saw what Munster did late in that game on yeah. the Friday. He needs to be there for that. And he will be. He, he, well, I'm pretty sure he's been named, but um, I know that Newcastle obviously resting Ponger and Barnett for that. Mm. They, they've got coming mm. up this week. If that's a, not just the white flag going straight up, that's well, there are, what it is. There are reports that the Roosters are going to rest Tedesco. This is going to be his rest week. So you might as well rest Kiri as well for a week, even playing for no, I think they're trying to get him fit because he, he was injured. Uh, if there's one bloke that's on a rest, it's Tedesco. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And Kiri got his rest because he got injured. <laughs> he probably should have rested him a week or two Well, before, that was the week we said that he needed a rest. And he just, he, he did look like it the week before, yeah. too. But, you know, and the injury wasn't through fatigue. It was just, it was a weird, yeah. um, you know, bloke fell on top of his leg and all the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with being tired, but, yeah. Uh, Bateman's a superstar. He was their best player. Starling was well, probably well. their second best player. Also a potential superstar. Too. And that's the thing, and um, the ones we talked about for Supercoach... Controlled it very well. Starling did play 80, which was a concern, but now they've given him 80. And Harry Grant played uh, a lot, a lot of minutes. Mm. He didn't sit that... When the game was in the offing, they kept Harry on. So I guess there's not the fear there about uh, him missing minutes that might have been. Did he sort of play, though? I think it sort of confused it a little bit when... When they bought Little in, but anyway, we've already spoken. Yeah, about yeah, that yeah. Game, yeah. But no, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You almost he sort of he played first around, receiver yeah, a bit more. Bit of second row. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was more block than. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else to take out of that game though? No, as I said, Roosters probably did it in second or third gear. Yeah. They've got more in them. 100. Mm. Uh, percent Which I'm is not why sure the Raiders have got that much more in them. That was Raiders peak. I think not quite, but yeah. Well, close. short of like a grand final, yeah, best close. possibly I'm game there. you could play. They're not. They're fifth. South they're, would beat them. Yeah, they're fifth or sixth. Uh, they'd beat Paris. South would beat them. And then you got the top three. And the more this season goes on, the more I just get a little bit nervous about Penrith. I mean, based on form, you say South's beat Canberra, and I understand that. For, but for me, I'm, I don't think they verse each other again this year, but I'd like to No, see it's just it a statement. I, yeah, because I'm th- not sold that South's would... 
Oh, they pro- based off form, they would beat Canberra, but if on the day, I think Canberra could still probably put up a good fight. All right, well, this will bring us to our next thing. How much would South beat Parramatta by? 20. 38. Okay, cool. <laughs> they did. I'll take that. Oh, yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get this. Parramatta 24, Warriors 18. Um, it was 18-14 to the Warriors when it was 13-on-13, uh, 13 13, and Mickey Mouse turned a sin bin there, which was disappointing. Yep. Um, literally could have just been a, hey, get up and play the ball, you peanut. But or you send them both. All, I thought the way – and Nathan Brown doesn't exactly uh, radiate yeah. good humility, but uh, – I thought both. I thought both would have been a fair. If you're going to send one, you've got to send both. I, I thought both was a fair, a fair result. Um, you can do some stats now, and I'll yeah, let's sell, do I'll that. Seventy-four percent for the Warriors, eighty-seven percent completion for the Eels, twenty-nine out of thirty-nine sets for the Warriors, and thirty-nine out of forty-five for Parramatta. Uh, three line beaks apiece, twenty-six tackle busts to twenty-two, offloads of twelve to eight, tackles four hundred and six for the Warriors, three hundred and fifty-three for. Parramatta. Penalties conceded, 8 to the Warriors, 3 to the Eels. 9-10 error count. Murchie with 47 tackles. Madison with 43. RTS with 277 metres. Gutho with 241. RTS with 89 supercoach points. Harris DeVita with 77. Nathan Brown with 84. And Gutho with 81. My first note was sin bin question mark, so we've had a little... <laughs> I think we've uh, spoken about share, that. Share your thoughts. Any, anything to add? No, I said, mate, yeah, I think it was... Um, if you're going to send one, you've got to send either, both. Either Otherwise, neither go. Penalty on the field. Yeah, either neither go or both go, I thought. Yeah. Well, um, a bit of a shout-out here to the amazing Grey Gums Hotel that we're at currently. One of the waiters, when me and Daggy were in there before, was telling us about how he reckons the Warriors were robbed in this one. Thoughts on this one, boys? <laughs> I'm going to tell Mickey Gordon waiter, too. Uh, <laughs> waiter? What? Bar, bar, did I say waiter? I meant to say bartender. A fine uh, Security officer. Security uh, if you want to call him. Well, I'll call him whatever he yeah. wants me to call but, um, him. No, <laughs> I thought... Many roles. I thought. Well, I thought to say. I thought. I thought Warriors are the team. I think they got the rough end of the stick. Mm. At the end of the day. But uh, let me go through my notes quickly. RTS was a superb. He's now as good as he he is. Just you know, last three weeks. Last three weeks, he's found his purple patch. The Fords matched what is a a very much hyped power of pack. Paulo was the best of the power pack. Yep. Madison was, yeah, no, it was Madison, but Paulo was the, a, a diff. Matt Paulo was a difference. Losing, Paulo's impact, yeah. Madison's just work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where and, is? Uh, he's gone now. Uh, the both Warriors halves are pretty good, but that said, there was this half-hour period in this game in the second half where just nothing happened. Yep. Neither team wanted to do 100%. anything. It was just like they would complete their set, they'd kick it down, they'd run back, they'd complete their set, they'd kick it. Nothing one did want to do anything. It was just like Warriors. When I say Warriors, it was rough, uh, hard done by. It. I, I'm still sort of sticking by that, but there's just like half hour where oh, nothing happened. Yeah, Warriors yeah. just tried, and then once they went behind again, gave them a foursome back. Once they went yeah. behind again, it was like, oh, we bet, and then they put a try on two minutes later. But like, you got to have it. Warriors also had to have a crack. I think exactly. I think they're entitled to have a crack earlier, and they probably would, they could have put found two tries there. They should have with the ball they had. Well, I think in that period, I think the Warriors felt like they were getting the upper hand in the forwards, so they continued to stick there, and Parramatta just sort of hung tough and kept them out. But yeah. Because there was a period there where um, Warriors were four dollars fifty in play, yeah. trailing by six. I think this I is got a bet. I went and I went. And, uh, <laughs> I, 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 no, I didn't. I didn't up backing it because I couldn't bother ringing up and doing live in play stuff. But if I'd been in the pub, I would have backed him because they were they were just set and ready. Well, I think to, I got about four. They were playing as well, one to twelve before the game kicked yeah, off. Yeah, which and is I fine. I was pretty confident but, with that. But uh, they were the better team for, like I said, fifty minutes. But then. 
Yeah. Half yeah, of that, I'm, they didn't do anything. So. Everything in me wanted Warriors to win this game because they probably deserve yeah. to win this game. Um, Eels, best performance in a month, but they still just scrape past the Warriors. So, um, Tavita had some nice. Uh, Harris Tavita had some really nice touches. He does have a he does have class, but he's got some errors in him as well. But um, yeah. that that'll come. He's a young half, and they young halves take a long time. Uh, unless they just, you know, occasionally one falls on his feet and just dominates the side as soon as he comes in, but that yeah. very rarely happens. Uh, could have gone either way. There was bounce of the ball and blah 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 and all the rest of that. Refs calls and but at the end of the day, the um, Parramatta got the job done, so they stay in third for the time being. It's one of the things. It's like almost under sufferance, but also they're winning. End of the day, they are winning. So yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but when you watch. The how that played out compared to how Penrith played against Brisbane, I, it's too it's chalk and cheese to compare them. Yeah, oh, definitely, um, definitely. Warriors, uh, Eels just scraped in. Like the Warriors, the Penrith did it easy, yeah. and the Eels were lucky to win. Realistically, yes. Uh, and going to compare them. Anything to add? Oh, you pretty much said it. The Eels were lucky to win. I mean, you could argue that the Warriors were the better side for most of the game. As a neutral fan watching it, I really wanted the Warriors to win like many would. And that's not necessarily because it was the Warriors or because they were versing the Eels. It's because I like a tight finals race. And while we still could have that, depending on results this weekend, um, it would have been a lot more I would have been a lot more confident would have been a lot closer if the Warriors had got the job done which they arguably deserved uh, against the Eels now for a Father's Day afternoon and I just sat back and watched both games in full with no vested interest I really enjoyed both games actually I got a bit involved just on um, you actually mentioned last week that you thought with um Gutho was going to have to take control in the middle and he play did. as a half yeah. which he did and yep. probably got him over the line to be honest yeah He's uh he's an unsung hero, Paramount. I don't know, he's not really unsung. They all he's the king, but he's a good player. Good ball player and very good support player. And um the other thing I just had a thought from that game you threw him and, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, okay. I gotta uh, talk. Tohu Harris is probably one of the best second rowers all year. Like, he's just turns up every week and he's been ex- he's been, yeah, so super strong week in, week out for the entire season. Um, yeah, Warriors unfortunately lose Jack Hetherington going forward. Yep. Penifer said bad luck. They want uh, him back. Understandable. And so. Paramount have yeah, turned course. around and said um, if Warriors make the eight, they can keep Avarillo and Jennings. Yeah, okay. Good. So I guess that's well, nice of power to do. Um, and as I was saying, the the final game was an entertaining thing. As, uh, was. They weren't necessarily good footy, but it was entertaining footy. Um, Cowboys 23, Dragons 22. 80% stuff. completion for both teams. Three hundred. Uh, 33 out of 41 sets for the Cowboys, 32 out of 40 for the Dragons. Three line breaks to the Cowboys, six to the Dragons. Tackle busts were 26 to 28. Uh, Offloads were eight apiece. Tackles, 338 to 372. Four penalties conceded by the Cowboys, two by the Dragons. And 14 errors to the Cowboys to nine from the Dragons. Uh, Ruben Cotter with 50 tackles. McGuinness with 56. Maguire with 223 metres. McGuinness with 203. Holmes got 91 super coach points, Felt with 79, Aitken 78, and McGuinness with 73. Um, 
the better team probably won, Ollie? I'd say so. And you know what? The Cowboys have sort of been looking like it for a few weeks now. Um, yeah, their attack sparked up a little yeah, bit, hasn't it? And the Dragons, whereas over the past couple of weeks, St. George have been on a bit of yeah, a their spiral. Died. So if if the Cowboys were going to win any game, it was going to be this one, I take it, especially with Penrith coming up next week at home. And at yeah, Melbourne this week. Yeah. Oh, you took Dragons, sorry. Pen- Penrith this week, yeah, 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 for the Cowboys. And um, I think Penrith will probably turn up for that just because they can seal the the JJ Gilton at the first place. But um, the Cowboys have been a team who has put in an effort this year and sort of dissimilar to last year. It's sort of been like the Titans where you, you've just not seen a consistent effort to that. And I guess even from the start of the year to now, the Cowboys have been really impressive. But... Um, I hope they don't win another game because I want the Titans to secure that um that thirteenth, possibly twelfth place, and the Cowboys could put that in jeopardy. But um, it, it's good to see the lower teams playing good football as well. I don't think we've seen a season for at least the past few years where a group of the bottom teams have at least been playing entertaining rugby league like the Cowboys. Been Titans putting up Bulldogs. to everybody, yeah, the last yeah. couple of weeks. Um, Val Holmes was the difference, obviously, uh, but not just the field goal, but throughout the game, he was he was uh, makes a massive awesome. difference to that team. Just uh, was really good. It makes more sense with Drinkwater at six. Jake Clifford is is it true he doesn't have a contract next year? He is contracted, but I read from the mall today, so it's I'm not too sure. But yep. apparently, the Cowboys wouldn't mind moving him on, as apparently Peyton wants. Drinkwater and Morgan next yeah. year, yeah. and guess the two yeah, teams sense. that are apparently in for him: uh, Tigers and Bulldogs. How'd you guess? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently it's several Sydney Sydney clubs, notably Tigers and Bulldogs. Which look, I, I know we joke about it, but they're probably they probably genuinely I'm would like, be interested. I have no issue with so. them signing Jake Clifford. Dragons could take him. They could take. They him. could take. Be good at Dragons. I have no issue with signing Jake Clifford, but how can you move on Benji Marshall because you got seven halves and then go and sign up? Like that is blatantly. Disrespectful, to be honest with you. You're just offended because it's Benji. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, so, as I said off here, I'm offended because it's Benji, but it is. Like, what's he done wrong? Anyway, but good player. I'll be happy to have him. I would happily have him if we were to move Luke Brooks to another club. Then He's got a great kicking game. Um, he needs someone outside him to uh, sort out his runners a little bit, but yeah. his kicking game is very good. Yeah. Um, Cowboys' effort was super impressive. They played from start to go. Um, they don't have the cattle, and obviously that's why they sit where they are. Their forward pack's getting a bit lean at the moment, but they did the job, and Maguire and, stood up and massively. And like, blokes like Gavin Cooper just on their last legs, yeah, yeah. And, and they're allowed to be, but it's just it's starting They've to really show They've got a couple of kids up. coming through, and yeah. But um, um, Maguire was amazing. He's um, He's been going really good the last couple of weeks. I've been watching him pretty closely. Um, he's got those crazy eyes as well that I like <laughs> in my front row. Hours, but um, uh, that back line's so much better with Holmes at fullback and Drinkwater in a half. Yes. I think Drinkwater's a half, but he just needs a full season there to yeah. you know, find his feet because um, some of the balls that he throws, those long balls, some of those are spectacular. Yep. But, um, scrappy, tough in the middle, and McGuinness has cemented himself as probably the toughest player running around at the moment, yeah. I think. He is just an absolute workhorse, yep. and it doesn't matter what happens, he just keeps <coughs> turning up and doing his job. Especially being between Hooker and Locke and doing what he has to do. Um, Dufty, I didn't see at all. Nope. He is my nomination for Pop Plant this week, cause I, and I don't know if it's by choice. I don't know... We had seven they've touches. Actually gone, oh. They've actually gone backwards since they got rid of McGregor. They started playing flat and across the line they rather than back out to Dusty. In, in Mary's last days, they were playing. The they'll have Dusty in the line, throwing the long balls and putting people playing around deep him. and giving Dusty. They've yeah, gone completely away from that, and they just don't look like scoring a point. They've gone back to Norman and they're playing flat ball on the line, and yeah, it's yeah, it's um, 
disappointing from Dragons because I thought better of him. Um, I was really excited about what Dufty was doing a few weeks back uh, to the veteran my super coach. And um, it, he just doesn't touch a ball. Now, Ewan Aitken was their best back. He was trying every time yeah, he, he, he did touch a ball. He always has. Uh, and then what you see, and the obvious is the obvious. McGuinness worked his butt off and uh, Frizzell was good. Frizzell's always but good. Other than that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Kate Ellis would be a good signing for someone next year. Oh, I think. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, her cousin. Um, yeah, back up forward for pretty much any club to take yeah. him, I would yeah. imagine. He'd and, play um, 15 or 16. And, yeah. and uh, I think I will be... This time next, well, not this time. In six months' Start time, I'll be him. I'll be buying Start Jacob Host. Jacob Host, yeah. I think he's not far from being a I had starting. Him all last year, he yeah. started a bit slow this year, but, but he's he's hit his straps. But they're the shining lights for Dragons. But not much else to really take from that game, I suppose. Well, they're another one. Like they're going to have to go to. They, they want to recruit. Obviously, they've got money to buy. Then you go. Well, who are your halves? Yeah. Is it going to be Norman? Is it going to be? Is it going to be Norman? Is it going to be Clune? Is he going to shift Hunt back there? Like. It, Clune had a shocker for the first half, and he was pretty good second half. And I heard um, uh, Hook talking yesterday saying that um, he, he, one of his big points was Hunt almost got the Brisbane to a grand final a couple of years ago playing half. So does that, you know, is, are they going to put him back in the half? And half a decade makes it, ago. Like, it like, makes it hard to recruit, man, when you don't know what your halves are doing. Like, Yeah. And it just, yeah, pushes your team backwards. But this is the thing, and, and – Sorry to hop back to Tigers just quickly, but like if you said everyone, right, we've got Benji for one more year. Yeah. He's going to be captain and run man. the show. You get three or four blokes. You could get, for sure. you could have, like I said, you get out of the car, you might get Proctor and all, and Tamao. And a young half that yeah. wants to learn and you get, from one And of you the throw best. Jock Madden with him, if, who, who's got these reps on him, or Paul Simpkin, who's got reps on him. Um, That's pretty much that it. That sums last up week, the, yeah. the last week. All right, let's look into the week that was your Supercoach Barn. The finals are underway. Yeah, so and, uh, finals are underway, mate. The top was, top eight really matchups: Callan and Damo this week were eliminated. That might be why Damo's not here. Potentially. Um, Dane and Kyle with the wins. They get the week off this week. Uh, Daggy is uh, Daggy versus Beaver this week. Fourth versus fifth. Uh, the winner plays Kyle next week. God, I hope Tedesco gets rested. I am so excited if he gets rested. And Cameron, the blind bullets who got rid of Damo's playing Aaron, the White Knights, and the winner of that matchup plays Dane in the following week. Uh, loading and Hoz eliminated out of the bottom eight matchups in the finals. Me and GT with the uh, yeah GT. Greg Thompson with the wins this week. Shout out to GT, loyal off. listener. I think he's the only one. Yeah, pretty much. There might be one other one somewhere. Marty, um, <laughs> Marty's up against Daddy Mac after Hoz just missed out taking the belt off him with four players out of his team, <laughs> which was disappointing. So who's Daddy Mac? Lift your game, Hoz. Marty, the brother-in-law is oh, up against Daddy Mac this week. The, the winner ends up playing GT next week. <laughs> Shano, fifteenth versus Trev, who's. Currently running 11th, the winner of that matchup to play me next week. He fell off the cliff, Trev. Yeah, he went from Ethan stopped doing his super coach 11th in about three weeks. It was all over. I know the feeling, actually, Trev. Never mind. Um, yeah, well, obviously we're in finals time now, so people should have their teams locked and loaded pretty much. Minor cosmetic adjustments now. Ponga's got, Ponga and Pappenhausen would have... Uh, Got rid of it's going to hurt a lot of people, yeah. First Especially or second if fullback. Teddy gets rested as well. There's going to be a lot of people searching for a fullback. Ah, oh, Gutho would be the walk-up, I'd say. Mm. Oh, th- some teams might even just leave him out, to be honest. Just yeah. get the emergency out of one of their well, it's uh, like one it's of their it's forwards or something. Same as with um, Yo last week. You just got to cop it for a week. and Quite possibly. And do what you do. 
and he suggests, like I said, there's a lot of interesting PODs these days. Well, you want to keep one or two trades for the last couple of weeks because yeah. you're going to get an injury somewhere. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting point differences, but they don't mean much now because you need to have your. They will in the last two weeks. Um, if well, they you might win get the game. Three or four points of difference yeah. in the last couple of weeks uh, with your head-to-head matchups. But um, trades, I'd say, would be pretty tight for most people because they would have been burning through them yeah. <laughs> pretty much all the way through the year. Um, but my suggestion would be keep at least one, possibly two, going forward. I've made my last two trades that I plan on making this week. I'm pretty much going to try and run with that side for the rest of the year and keep two trades just in case somebody gets busted. But... Um, yeah, you should really should have probably had your team set about three weeks ago, to be mm. honest. Which is when I decided to change my mind, Ollie. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I just want to interrupt. I've been meaning to do it for like the past two weeks now. Next week, because I've not touched my super coach since round two. Oh, he's going to um, jazz it up. No, I'm not going no. to jazz it up. I'm going to have a look because I've even deleted the app by now. But what I'll do is I'll re-download it. Next week, I'll read out my, <laughs> my side on the podcast that I've yeah, not right. touched since round two. So... We can have a look at that. Maybe it's not half bad. Maybe I'm going to write. I'm going to read out Unlikely. my. I, I'm going to read out my homework this week. Is I'm going to read out my Supercoach team that's been injured this year. Players that there I've owned. Go. I guarantee there's 17 in that team. Yeah, I'd have about 12, I reckon. So that's my homework for next week. My whole team's probably injured. Um, salute and slap. Do you want to go first? You got anything for us? Yeah. No, uh, remember my sounds. Give me a sec. All right. Yeah. Salute the Newcastle Knights. So past couple of weeks in particular, Mitchell Pearce has been my slap, but I've had my criticisms about the whole team. They came out, um, put the sword to the Sharks, and you know, as I said before, I'm happy to be proven wrong, and Newcastle, I guess, in that game specifically, were really good and pr- proved me wrong when I thought the Sharks would probably put them to the sword. So a salute to, the sh- uh, to Newcastle, but a slap to the Sharks. Going to have to give the slap to the Sharks because, I, as, I, as I just said, I thought they'd put Newcastle to the sword and they let me down. So big slap for Cronulla. I may as well jump on the back of that because you're pretty sure you know where my slap's going. Um, I don't want to go with the pimp slap, which was the whole no, idea behind this one. Yeah. You know, the, the five fingers to the face. Charlie Just delaying. But Mary's I'm going to go the going to go the um, the Tommy Radonica slap in the in the change rooms. Line up all the front rowers <laughs> and the back rowers, and except for maybe Talakai because he scares me a little bit, and just sort of slap him around. Come on, fellas, you know, put his you ribs be careful. through you his might hurt chest, and yeah, maybe <laughs> might be up for two weeks. Yeah, tell them how good they are and slap them around a little <laughs> bit, and just tell them to get out there and make a difference. Because yeah, as I said earlier, if they play like that again, they may as well just fucking go and not play the next two weeks and let the Warriors get in there because that was atrocious. Yep. You got a um, salute? I got a salute. My two super coach fullbacks. <laughs> Ponga and Tedesco, about 250, pin, 250 points between them. Yeah. Absolutely loving it. Captain on Tedesco as well, so make it's it 350 not. points. He just ruins the whole game, Tedesco. This <laughs> <laughs> makes Supercoach not Especially worth playing. when you sell him. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah, and then buy him back for 120 grand more. But anyway. And my pot plant was um, Hank Azario. Yeah. Brad Parker from Manly. <laughs> the five runs, uh, made 50 metres, made six tackles, missed four of them and two errors. It was a pretty poor game. Uh, he's usually full of effort, but it was a bad one. I just forgot my salute was. I mean, my slap was. Uh, it's probably just going to be me. It was. It was. <laughs> for uh, selling James Tedesco three weeks back because yep. I thought he was done for the year. But hey, I should start a footy podcast. Um, 
and my salute, uh, James Tedesco, who's a good player. Now, all of all the fullbacks shot this week, so Tedesco, Ponga, and uh, Pappenhausen all stood up, as well as the other salute is uh, Adam Dewey. Like I said, he's found his feet this week, and I think he was great, and as a kicker too, which is a nice change for the Tigers. Let's get into some news for week. So something else looking at, which is I've started to notice a lot more uh, in the last, I don't know, just maybe it's cognitive dissidence or whatever Dino calls it. <laughs> um, something I've noticed a lot is how the referees seriously favour favourites. Like favourites seem to get a leg up in a lot of games when it's on the line. Um, not naming names, but like one that rhymes with uh, former Chris Waller horse, Catkins. Um, but I went back and just had a look <laughs> And the re- the penalty count last week from each game was Penrith up seven to three, Newcastle six three, Storm uh, Rabbitohs was six all, Titans six three, Manly eight one, Roosters six three, Eels eight three, Dragons four two. So the fa- bar the obvious draw, yeah. the favourites won every single penalty count last week, and some convincingly. What and, annoys me. And in that Warriors uh, para game, there wasn't a ruck restart in the second half. No, there wasn't. Yes. What's been getting um, getting me stirred up is the fact, as soon as it goes up for a um, captain's challenge, that the bunker is looking for every possible reason to back yeah. the referee. Yeah. They will even go out of their way to blatantly fucking disregard stuff that happened before yeah, yeah. just to make sure that the referee's decision is correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's been annoying me recently, but... I will say, at least I think in terms of try scoring, the bunker got most things right this week. Yeah. They were pretty good scoring. with... Um, There's a couple that would have been maybe obstruction other weeks and they used common sense and I uh, was pretty good. Ravalawa's try, we didn't mention in the... Uh, Review, uh, but he'd tippy toeing there. Oh, that was brilliant. Um, I don't know how he didn't awesome. snap his ankle. When also, he's not playing this he week. His so whole weight. Really he probably did snap his ankle then. <laughs> well, I couldn't find anything on him. Have you had any on him? On Why he's not picked this week? No. I think oh, that's right. I feel superb. he's been dropped. He can't have been. Surely he has been dropped. The way he stepped down that sideline and kept his heel oh. from going over the over the sideline to get the ball down. That was yeah. That was pretty. That was uh, that was awesome. He's one of my favourite players now. Um, Maybe and he's not playing this week. him for no reason. Yeah, but that's what I just couldn't work it. He's not even. He wasn't mentioned in injuries. He wasn't mentioned in suspensions. He's, I just couldn't. As I said, I'm surprised his ankle didn't roll over when he had all his weight on his toes to score that try. Oh, it's so. tremendous. Uh, okay, so the other news of the week: uh, Alex Johnson's re-sign of Souths to 2022. He's taken a 200k pay cut apparently, but he's staying there. Apparently, and Canberra have tabled Tom Starling. Sure some cash will come from somewhere, but they'll find it. With Tom Starling, I tried. I messaged. Him. I just said, I like, are you able to say anything? I was trying for ERL, obviously. Now, I'm not trying to hold anything against him, but he read it, didn't reply. That's fine. That's just what happened. So I tried, but um, okay, but now he's off. And it was the day of the Roosters Raiders game, I later remembered. So you might have been busy. He was mm. well, I'd take probably. it, he would have been pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably thinking, just making why 50 is, tackles. Why is this bloke messaging me while I'm trying to prepare for the game yeah. of the season? So, so uh, but, um, but he's been off apparently tabled a contract upgrade, yep. um, so he should. Tigers have apparently tabled at a car four year deal as well. What do you think you about that? Um, <laughs> I have an open mind. Some reports are saying it's multi-million dollar deal. I don't think it will. Yeah, when they say that, that works out, out to be like 500 a year. Well, one of so yeah, it's two million, million over four years. Yeah, yeah. There's, they do it and it's like, when you actually read it, it's like 500 a year. 
of where I've read that as well. I wouldn't necessarily call it reliable sources. I know I run a Facebook page, but I wouldn't call it anything more than Facebook. So I think no, you've got really bigger issues it. than a fullback. Anything I've seen from a, a source, like a, a, a mainstream media outlet, has been the four-year deal tabled. I've not seen any numbers. legitimate outlets yeah. Yeah. report numbers at this point. So, But yeah, I think yeah. you, Tigers have got bigger problems before they buy a fullback but yes. or a winger. Yes, like so. a, a six and a ten and an eight. But, um, Just get Connor yeah. Watson. Two forwards and a halfback. And Connor Watson. And Connor Watson. Um, well, it's a done deal apparently according to... Rugby league, in my opinion. I did not. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curtis Scott got cleared of his uh, alleged assault. Yes. For having a bad dream under a tree. You've seen that video? <laughs> Fox League um, posted the video. They yeah. didn't even put a link to it. They just put it. I watched it. It was, it's him, uh, it was nothing. He was looks asleep. Looks like they uh, him. Barney after a night at the gums, basically. <laughs> Poor bugger. Uh, and the other signing news is uh, Anthony Griffin's sign as Dragons now. Uh, for better or worse, uh, it can't be worse than what they're producing at the moment. But I can't see it being worse. Um, yeah, he's obviously a very intelligent person. He's a good. He's pretty good on commentary. Actually, he's apparently quite a dry, taskmaster, good, which is probably what they need. Well, a bit of the only thing about it team. is uh, watching on three sixty last night. He does come across as someone's grandpa now. Mm. Like he, he is very old, and it's an interesting. Uh, I know we. I think Wayne that's Bennett probably why around, he's because yeah. he came out last night, obviously, and said he wants Dean to hang around. So I think yeah. that might be his um, conduit through to the younger well, players. And, I, and I'm team. guessing Flanagan's but not going to get rid of Flanagan either. Nah, so. Flanagan will hang around, but um, I don't even know if Flanagan would have the touch with the younger players that um, Dean Young would. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. And uh, so he he might end up being a. a an assistant Phil to an style overseer. Yeah, quite possibly. But I think he's the link to the younger players in that team. But so. just like I said, and I'd never really noticed it before because I quite enjoy his commentary. He's not a bad judge and he's a very intelligent person. Yeah. But he just comes across as... He's very dry. Someone's oh, grandfather very now. Very dry. Yeah. Like he's someone you'd walk in here and have a beer with at happy hour and he'd go home at six. So he gets, Good night, Ross. <laughs> yeah, see you, Ross, go. So go and watch the news. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, interesting times ahead, I suppose. So that ticks off all the boxes bar Brisbane, which I would think is is Paul Green favourite, or is it It's Kevin Green Walters? or Walters. I've maintained the fact that I think they'll probably go with Walters, but I think they should go with Green. I think there's now this big old boys push, and uh, there's that thing where it now starts reeking of old boy club, and it's I'm not always comfortable the, the, with that. Yeah, the, the thing is as well... Apparently, because once you pound the old boys, you're a slave to the old boys. Essentially, what makes after a me, while, what makes me sort of think that Walters m- might not get it though is that I've heard that apparently if Walters does get the Broncos job, he'll relinquish the Queensland, Queensland. job yeah. to Paul Green. So that that's an option. But I feel like people need to remember if I was Paul Green. I'd rather have the Queensland job. Well, had a great job. Well, Walters has been very good. They need to give Hagen the job. He's, he's basically been there for years. years. Yeah. Let's just let him have the have title. He's, he's probably on. No, not now because he doesn't deserve to get belted for the. He's probably on. <laughs> but Hagen, later today, Hagen's probably been 150 year to coach three games of footy. He's, he's not quite plays possibly. golf the rest of the year. Be right. <laughs> yeah, just the thing is. Rep coaches and club coaching is a very different thing. Obviously, people look at Kevin and think, well, he's coaching Queensland. He must be a great coach. You know, he won a, a series or two of them a couple of years ago. He must be a great coach. But there's honestly that big a difference between representative coaching and club coaching. Some coaches like a Mal Meninga, and so I say, far, Kevin isn't Mal Meninga the absolute? Yeah, the rep Paul coach. Vorton, yeah. Yeah. Paul Vorton. What Queensland do? They just put um, a bloke in it say 10 words at the start of the game and yeah. then he goes and sits up in the box. And you look at Craig Bellamy who's obviously been an amazing club coach. He had a, 
a couple did of years, had a crack at yeah. New South Wales and did it tough because there's a difference. You've got a Craig Bellamy's obviously a coach, and that's weird to say, but someone you more need someone who's a mentor, maybe he's in an touch with them every week. Origin, thing, Fred, Freddie's the right guy for New South Wales, yeah. and he wasn't for the Roosters when he was coaching that's the right. Roosters. So and Laurie Daly yeah. did it before him, and uh, obviously they've found a happy place with Mal, and uh, I think. And uh, yeah, Mal's still a coach, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's yeah. Australia coach, yeah. but um, I, I feel like the oh, only, Kevy, sorry, the, yeah. the only coach that's really pulling double duties in club and um, rep land is Michael Maguire at the Tigers and the Warriors at mm. the moment. So that that just goes to show. I think we're sort of moving on from that sort of the, the coach coaching a club he's side. Coach and a rep the Tigers side. and the Warriors. Oh, did I say Warriors? They're both going no good. The Warriors are a representative side now. I didn't know. Mm. I thought you knew that. <laughs> They're going pretty good. Yeah, maybe not a record. Oh, and and obviously Todd Payton made it official. He's going to the Cowboys, and I think he's excited about. I think he'll do, it. I think he'll do a good job with that team. They got a good. They can have a good team. They get. They need. They probably need a bit of Ford cattle now. Yeah, one need some two. fresh Ford legs, yeah. but they got they got exciting exciting stuff up. They've got there. a spine there, yeah, spine up there, and some and obviously Hammer out wide. Uh, Hammer, if they re-sign him, I think he's up for sale. Um, there's reports that he has re-signed, but nothing's been official. There's been reports for the past couple of months. It'd be crazy to let him go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's done, he's doing nothing wrong. No stay um, on the wing, valet back. Yeah. So we'll get into our preview. So uh, round eighteen now. Tigers versus South. I just realised there's a... I should uh, break the news to the family that's sitting out there watching. We've probably got that's another 45, 45 minutes to go, so... Uh, I don't think you guys really <laughs> <laughs> Another two hours. And uh, Ed and Mariah. Tigers versus South at 10 to 8 on Thursday yep. at Bankwest. So Tigers are unchanged. Uh, South's Totola's out. Liam Knight comes in to start for him and Gay Guy's back. I'll let you kick off, Ollie. Sure, I think South. Part your wisdom. I think South Sydney will probably win this one. Hey, um, mm. I've got a it's feeling. A I think, yeah, hunch maybe. Yeah, I think South should do the job. Thirteen plus, I'd say. Nofaluma to at least score a try. Maybe for I'll chuck him his first try scorer. Tigers have a strong start. Maybe like they did get against Penrith. I don't think South will be as dominant as Penrith were in the end against the Tigers. As in the Tigers won't get into. I think the Tigers will. Sorry, get into South Sydney's. Um, 20 with 20 minutes to go or in, in the entire second half but um, I think South should win this 13 plus I'm going to say like a 26-10 or something but I feel like South's a bit dominant Party? I'll be watching the back row all um, all three of them uh, 11, 12 and 13 from both sides it's a, it's a serious matchup between those guys that um, probably dominates uh it probably decides who wins this game, I think, because um, they, they're going to um, be punching holes just on the outside of the halves. And Souths and uh, Tigers, they probably match up pretty close With if you look at well, when the they back play, 13. When they play six weeks back, 13, it could have gone, it, it gone either way. Um, carry yeah. on. Um, <laughs> if you look up at the individual matchups all across the field, they're pretty close, to be honest. Um, Tigers do have a team on paper that can trouble someone like Souths at this time of the year. But, um, yeah, that's why I'm only going to go with Souths 1-12. to 12. I think it'll be a lot closer than most people think. I think it'll be a majority forward battle. I've got first try scorer. I'm going to go with Isan Masters as first try scorer. Isan Masters? Yeah. He's going to come in from the Cowboys and play, isn't he? <laughs> Sorry? Where'd you pull that out from? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> he did play for us two years ago. 
Who am I thinking last of then? Campbell Grant. The last year. For us? Yeah. Uh, Dewey and, and the Cowboys Louis Lua from the Cowboys yeah we're, we're talking about Tigers and Souths I have no idea <laughs> who the fuck did I write down Masters oh you're talking about Stephen Masters that's it from Souths uh, yeah the Stephen Masters sorry that's right yeah <laughs> that's the bloke I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. Stephen Masters he has looked quite impressive he's actually a big body in the centres okay. and I think yeah I think he might get the first try out in the centres for Souths Man of the match, Walker, because um, I think it's going to be a bit unstructured in the middle. I think it's going to get a bit messy at times, and he's the kind of guy that, with his footwork and speed, can um, yeah dominate a game yep. in that kind of circumstance. I am going to go with uh, the other entry matchup is Harry Grant and Damien Cook. Yep. A potential yep. origin clash there. Um, I'm going to go with Souths, obviously, but it's. Uh, they're going to play very direct. They're going to play through the middle, like they've been doing that straight line. And um, unfortunately, Tigers aren't very good at defending, so it's going to be twenty plus. I think they're going to play very direct and really bomb the edges. Okay. Um, but uh, Dewey and Leilua, they've got some work to do. Uh, I'm going to say it's twenty plus. I think this will be uh, the gates will open back end here. Uh, Campbell Graham first try. I'm just going the other edge. Yeah. Uh, but I know what you're saying, and you know, I agree with Cody Walker. I think he. I didn't know what I was saying either, so don't worry. Yes, uh, <laughs> but Campbell Graham has got a new lease on life since I sold him as well. He's been really. Um, yeah. I mean, Corey Allen, Allen looks like he he's done. Yeah, he's going to. And now get your gay guy back and. Gay guy's playing as good as he ever has, really. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that upsets me about Johnson re-signing is that Corey Allen will probably be back out on the periphery. I think yep. he's really lived up to his potential the past couple of weeks. When he came to Souths from Brisbane, he'd just come off a Prime Minister's 13 game. There was a lot of hype around him about playing at fullback, about him being a fullback. He can play on the wing also as well, and he's done good there. But, um, yeah, that's probably the one negative, I guess, about... Johnson re-signing is that Alan's going to find it hard next year but I feel like given the time maybe even out on the wing consistently he can be a solid first grader possibly even live up to that superstar status one day so yeah and I think Masters is, is like you said a long way towards he looks hard being to um, big body and being better than Easton good speed yeah. good feet yeah. but Walk, they, Walker's, Walker's yeah, now playing Masters. Walker's playing now the best foot he's played since what origin time last year and he's uh, just yeah. running the ball, dangerous player. I think he's he's got the uh, he's got the uh, he badge of the trail bro- on his shoulder. That, um, he's got to prove a broken play. Yeah, which da- I mean, but that's off the back of Damien acceleration Cook and getting his yeah. game together as well. Um, is Cook now the inside running for the Origin? He's Aussie incumbent. Well, he probably really always was. He was ever going to be dropped. Yeah, yeah that's just right. How good he is in the Origin arena as well. You got to think he takes his game to a whole new level in Origin. He's arguably a better for New South Wales than he has been for South Sydney in the past couple of years. I mean, well, Most of us that have been yeah. on this podcast yeah. this year have said that Souths are lacking a big body in the middle and that makes a big difference to your hooker being able to get out and yeah. make some room. So. Totola out to the loss, actually. Big is loss. A, a big loss, uh, which probably levels the playing field a bit there. Um, so a lot on Tom Burgess' shoulders. And Sewer again, I suppose. Paul hasn't been as impressive as he was before he got injured. No. But I'm expecting him to lift just the last couple of games. Yeah. And Alloway missed a week. He always does a job, but yeah, he's been a little bit down on what his output was before he got hurt. They would be such good players if they had a, just a, a leader. Geez, they'd be good players if you threw a Campbell Gillard or a Tamau. Or a Tamau, even in there. Probably a younger. You know, Takiyaho. Yeah. Like, you make, like some of them blokes working around one of them would be. Tremendous, which I suppose was the whole Russell Packer idea. Um, 
Bulldogs Manly on the Friday night, 6 o'clock. Bulldogs in a world of trouble with Montoya, Holland, four and all out. Sees DWZ return. Ockenbaugh's back. Yeah, Ockenbaugh back. For his first game of the year. And uh, Luke Thompson comes into the team after his brief hiatus. And Miski and Custer in with the injuries to Manly. They are scraping the barrel. That's not a jab at those two players. I'm just saying they're just, they've got a spate of injuries. Yeah. I'd almost not expect them to risk turbo this time of year these days. Well, they're talking around 19, <laughs> round 20, but the only reason, why would you, you know, the only reason they even play is so he can play Origin. Because yeah. well, t- uh, if he doesn't play a game this year, you, you can't pick. You, uh, you can't pick him. Uh, that said, I will go first. I think Manly's going to win by 13. I think such a rabble at the dogs. Manly. For a long time, we're pretty good there, and I don't think they'll make the same mistakes again. I think DC is going to have his best game. He's running. His running game is really good at the moment. I think he'll have it on a string, and if he's ever going to stand up as a Queensland halfback, he'll put on a show here. Let's go first try. Oh, someone out wide. I'm trying to give us an out wide for Manly. No, first try DC running through them, just running through the middle there. Barney. Yeah, um, uh, my key matchup in this game is front row. I think Manly dominate that front row as they did last week. Uh, it just depends on their rotation when the uh, how their bench forwards if they can back up the the starters with Fanua Blake and Tapua. I uh, got Manly one to twelve. I just think the dogs will just hang in and um, make it tough for Manly, make it messy in the middle. And the first try scorer Hopawadi and man of the match DCE. Uh, with my girlfriend's father sitting here, who is a Bulldog supporter, I want to tip the Doggies. They've been playing really good football lately, but I, I, I'm going to go with Manly. I'm going to say 1-12, to 12, though. I think it'll be another close game. Manly have been a bit off lately, especially in that second half against the Tigers. Um, I'll stick with the trend. I'll go DCE, man of the match as well. Um, I had a thought, but I forgot. I think yeah, it was all something the time. before. So it'll, it'll I think pop this up is later. The, fir- the first thought that I've forgotten. So hopefully we haven't moved on by the time <laughs> I remember. A bit. I Any thoughts that. for the weekend? You confident? Oh, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, Bulldogs, no way. Good. I think that's <laughs> right. a fair bit because how's next year looking? Optimistic? More of the same? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ockenball gives them a bit of work out of the back end. Um, he's realistically a second rower that they play on the uh, on the wing, and he's going to do that hard stuff that Fergo does and Tuu does, and out of the back end. The thing is, with get them o- off their line. Yeah, the thing is with Ockenball though, it, it, it's that thing again all year that we've not had that reserve grade. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, even yeah. ever since he's been back, like he's not it's playing game be this tough. year. So. Isn't it noticeable because uh, there's no, they're not playing footy. Yeah. There's that many cramps in the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. Those bloke, poor buggers come in, haven't played yeah. footy all year, and they cramp up about seventy minutes. Those sort of uh, it's, it's them, yeah. coming in, yeah. Which uh, it, uh, who knows? We'll be in uh, six months' time. Hopefully, we're past all this pandemic stuff. But yeah, I think there needs to be the push great. to expand the bubble and have you need to have reserve grade to make this competition next year. Reserve grade has to come back. It yeah. just does. And I think it will. Well, it actually has to because you're talking about two years down the road. Because if there's no feeder comp, you, you're gutting the comp for the next two or three years. Yeah, you can't. It's going to take you three years to recover from this year. Yeah, and you're going to be it's going to be feed. pure speculation when you buy the young kids. So. See you guys, the in-laws have left. Uh, thank you for coming down and uh, listening to our dribble for an hour or so. <laughs> How was dinner? All right, yeah. dinner was good. Yeah. Thumbs up for the grey gums. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Okay, it's the uh, future father-in-law, I suppose. 
Maybe. Don't say anything on record that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just do it. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it's she been... She a keeper? Yeah. She is. We've been together nearly five years anyway. We've been together oh, since year nine, thing. so... Theatre of the mind. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, there's probably no return by now, so... um. Yeah, but anyway, let's get back to chatting footy. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. There's always I a return. Believe. You've got to find the receipt. Um, <laughs> all right, the, the Battle of the West <laughs> on uh, 8 o'clock on the Friday night. Uh, <laughs> on show for all to see. Penrith Parrot, Penrith Stadium, sold out in about 30 seconds, I believe. Oh, there's only 500 yeah, people or something well, allowed in. 5,000, whatever. I have a bit of a story on this because my brother gets the tickets for us every week. I usually go to the Penrith Games because we're members. We're silver members, so we were all right. We got in. But he heard from a few of his mates, a lot of the bronze members. So what happens is when you get the tickets, it comes up when you can buy it. It's sort of this button goes from grey to green. Yep. And apparently a lot of bronze members, as soon as they had their phones there, as soon as it went green, they went to press it. And they sold it. With it. Yeah. Yeah, within that, so the bronze members, it was really bad. Th- it was like within well, Damo and uh, our seconds. good man, um, Jeffrey Jones, they're both members. They were literally sitting next to each other at the pub, yeah. And one went green, and one didn't. And like yeah. one got in, and they got two tickets, so they're going, I believe. Uh, and good luck to Damo because he's going to have a miserable night, but uh, I'll have <laughs> um, to catch up with him afterwards and see how, yeah, no, yeah, reach I'll out give him. you the report for sure. Uh, but for Penrith, Yo's back, which moves uh, Fisher Harris back to prop, Leota back to. The bench, and uh, f- my, for Para, Mahani's been named. But if he plays, I'll be very, very surprised if he plays. Um, I think they're uh, smothering there. But Ray Stowe named on the bench, and he will play dummy half. I suspect. Go on, Ollie. How are you seeing this one? Penrith thirteen plus. I mean, I know I tip Penrith. A lot of people tip Penrith thirteen plus against the Broncos, which did happen. But I mean. People are probably thinking more along the lines of around 20 to 30 points in this one, but I think it'll be Penrith 13+. plus. I, I don't necessarily think it'll be an absolute flogging, but I think Penrith will well and truly win this game between 13 and 20 points. Um, man of the match, just a shout-out to my girlfriend's mother, who's not a huge footy fan, but she wanted me to bring up Nathan Cleary, so I'll have him... Screw it for my first try try scorer and for my man of the match just for that. So there you go. Stay in the good books. Yeah. What's her Stay name? Uh, Kathy. Kathy, thank you for coming down, Kathy. Thank you for this bloke. Tell him to get a haircut. Uh, I believe it's all his shout too. But uh, Barney, gun. <laughs> so I'm gonna my key match up for this game is actually the wingers, and it's not often you're going to hear me say that the wingers are a match up in a game. But both of these teams like to strike very wide, and they like to. Um, the, the end of most of their backline plays is the winger. They're looking for your Mansors, your 2-0. They're looking for Sivo. They're looking for Ferguson. On, and they're trying to score most of their points right on that outside edge. So Wasn't it on show again last week? Isn't Sivo a sook? Turn him around, yeah. He's a sook. He does not like getting tackled. Uh, the second half of the season, he it's, I mean, he's not been terrible. But well, it started with the Sharks about eight weeks ago, I think it yeah. was, and Graham just kicked behind him all night and made him turn around and pick it up and then get belted. And yeah. <laughs> he's just it, it, but it's one of those things. It it's, uh, you can't unsee it. Like once... And everyone watching this, watch this game this week. If he gets put in his ass, he doesn't want to be there. Well, uh, that game against Melbourne, and I'm not <coughs> talking about the other week, I'm talking about that prelim last year. They exposed him. They exposed all of his weaknesses. Well, Chuck sent the absolute template yeah. this year. And, and, well, that's sort of what's happened in the second half of the season because... I was actually disappointed Warriors didn't yeah. play more to him. They, they bombed him a little bit. 
But yeah, the, just the tur- the simple, like I said, the simple turn around, turn around, turn around, and make him run back and then set your line. One bad thing. He don't like it. Yeah, one bad thing Brad Arthur has done is he's publicly come out. He said, just like Sammy Ride Ryder, all I've told Mike Acevo to do is grab the ball, run as hard as he can and put it down at the end. And, of course, people react to that. Oh, you know, that's awesome. You know, if, if that's all he knows, you know, he's just a machine. But other teams think of that thing. Hang on. He's only taught him how to grab the ball, run and score. You haven't really gone into detail with defence, you know, keep staying in your position in defence, all this other stuff, offloading, etc. So he's very limited. While he is very good at getting the ball, running over the top of players and scoring, he's weak in a lot of areas. And Isn't I thought, he just, I, I, he's just not Rod Rodra. I thought he would have addressed it better this year. Yeah. I thought after, okay. He's uh, not Rod Lower. That, after that one year, after that one year of just dominance, I thought, okay, Arthur will pull him aside and... And now it's easy to forget to he's only played more. I think he's only played what, 35 first grade games or something Look at the end, true, of the, yeah. end of the day defence doesn't really matter with your wingers unless they're jamming in when they shouldn't be mm. like if they hold their ground and do their best then that's what it is but the way that teams have been gassing him out by turning him around and making him do the hard yeah. yards and yeah well, just, this is, this like Para it, so. are now struggling to be an 18 point team mm. And yeah, they, through yeah. the, and, and you look at the points they did score. Look at the points they generally score most weeks. It's usually Gutho in a support play. <laughs> Can't see Para scoring enough points to beat Penrith. Okay, so next, <laughs> so here, front here. Put, okay, what, what, if you, off the top of your head, imagined how Parramatta would score a try, it's generally a Gutho support play on the yeah. inside. It's Sevo just steamrolling some poor bastard or a loose out ball wide. It's usually Gutho getting the Or it's a kick to a bobble and a wacko Blake someone jumps falls and falls. Yeah. yeah. So Ferguson outside of that, blank, yeah. and you really, when you really look at Para's attack, and, and or it's Dylan Brown, yeah. who's not there. He's not there. That's so right. there and is, he's opened up a lot of teams with his um, running game yeah. and his footwork. So yeah. he's not there. Gutho's going to, again, be playing 5'8". Yep. Uh, they're, like you said, they're not against, and against this Penrith defence, I don't think you're adding points in him. And against this Para defence, Penrith potentially have 30 points in him. They do. I tell you, do, yeah. but I don't and know if they. I don't, I don't know if they will, this, but they I will. think this might be a statement game. Say, so, hey, you're running third. This is the here difference. we are. Well, I Hello. think it might even be the other way around, and that's why I've gone Penrith one to twelve because I think this is like Parramatta's be all and end all this weekend. They're just yeah. like, and if I'm, you're gonna fire up Parramatta to the their maxi- maximum extent, it has to be this week and because they need to come out yeah, well, they, and at they, least yeah, get they, close so, or win. So they beat Melbourne and, and everyone went. Ugh. Everyone goes. And, uh, oh. A reserve grade Melbourne, and then they couldn't. The other times they've they've really been under the torch. They've not stood up. Yeah, they've either got to match it or win. Otherwise. Everyone's just going to go fucking pet red pen through Parramatta if they haven't already. So, how are you finally leaning here then? Yeah, so I've gone. Um, I'm going with Penrith one to twelve only because I think that this is going to be a statement game for the Eels. I think the forward pack's going to go close to matching it, and then I think it might get a little bit scrappy when they start to go a little bit wide. I think there might be a few mistakes um, trying to shift to the outside edges, but I still think Parramatta, uh, Penrith are going to um, end up winning it up. Back up through the middle. First try for Mansour on that left-hand edge. In behind. I think he might even sneak around Sivo by the time he turns around and <laughs> jump on the ball that they've scrubbed in behind I need to look at my notes to just say sauce. Yeah. Um, first try Mansour. Man of the match, Fisher-Harris. I like Fisher-Harris back in the middle. I think he's just going to have to do the work. Yep. You know, when he's when he's at lock, he gets a choice to do the work or not do the work. But when yep. he's in the front row, it's just balls to the wall you have to do it mate and he does it when yep. he has to do it but if he doesn't have to do it he sort of he still does a job but 
I think in the Middle East. It's Liam Martin had a bit of a buy last week. He'll be fired up again this week, I think. Uh, that's why I sold him. Um, I'm going Penner for 13 plus. I think this could be a job. I loved how – I loved the way uh, – it actually could have been – there was actually a couple of tries they just missed out on Penner for last week. But I loved the way Lua and Cleary played to each other last week. There was the, Both of them kicked to each other. They're just Most very of them direct. don't do it, eh? Most and they teams both, don't do it. Uh, there could have been – there was it's twice, I think, there was chances yeah. where both halves could have scored off each other's grubber. Um so both those are clearly man of the match, but Luai is going to be with him, right with him. Yep. Source first try, as you've said, for everything you've just said. Good job, Barney. That's why I hired you. <laughs> we head into the Super Saturday Dragons Raiders at 3 p.m. down at Wynn. Now, for the uh, Cody Ramsey debuts for the Dragons, as I said, for Ravalawa, who looks like, as far as I can tell, has been dropped. Yeah. I can't work it out. I can't find any news. But um, Cage wants to give the young bloke a go, I guess. Uh, Maybe he's having a week Quite off. impressive in the nines. I was yep. lucky enough to interview Cody Ramsey earlier yep. this year, another cheap plug for everything rugby league, but I did ask him about debuting, and I, I'm pretty sure he said in the interview he didn't think he'd get a crack until at least round one next year. I guess yeah, okay. I, I guess under McGregor that would have been the plan because he was specific. He said, oh, probably round one next year, but... Um, it might have been. Now, well, here's so the thing, you don't know I don't think it would be specific, but I think that might have just been the gauge. <laughs> I wonder if it's um, Young's D- Dean Young going, fuck it, or, yeah. uh, or Hook's got some instructions there. I don't know, but I think it's probably... Possibly, but yeah, uh, I do need to emphasise when I did interview Cody Ramsey, it was before McGregor had even been sacked, and I think it was be- possibly even before the season got back up and started. So it, it, I'm really glad to see him getting his debut. But yeah. I don't know... Um, if I, I don't know how you can watch Dragons play and think the wingers are the problem there. But no, definitely They're not. not. Oh, Ravalara and... But it, it, it's probably a niggle. Awesome. To be honest, it's probably a niggle and it's just... Uh, he probably, like I said, probably tweaked it. Tippy-toeing around the bushes there, but... Um, an opinion... Oh, uh, Raiders run change. Soliola is on the reserve bench. Yes, Which is an incredible yeah. comeback from a this face broken face. Yeah. So, um, yeah, crack from ear what to is ear. Good? Straight across... Oh... Thought we were um, being attacked by werewolves. Okay. Someone, um, someone let out the dingoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. Okay>. uh, <laughs> Barney, what do you reckon about this game? Oh, just getting back on Soliola, man. I'm surprised he came back this year. Like, that x ray was fucking gruesome. And Vunavalu's back. Like, that, <laughs> That's it. Like, they've destroyed faces and they're coming back. <laughs> Superhumans <laughs> in is, the National Rugby League. I know, I, I guess athletes heal better, but this is, fr- like, I think that's freakish. Like, if you could have seen that. If you had a scene, which most people see, separation from ear to ear, man, right across the middle of his fucking face. (laughs) Put it back together with some sticky tape. Terence and Phillips shit. Yeah, that's exactly. (laughs) I hunt for treasure for that, but um, it's yeah. And now he's playing footy. What? Eight weeks how much pain that bastard would have been in. Incredible. Like kudos to the medical team. Surely you don't feel it. Surely it's that. Crazy of a thing that you you, you go numb. No, your surely. face would have to be. You'd yeah, be sore, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, it'd be sore, but I don't think you'd feel the full brunt of your face. Means yeah, 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 your brain can sort of. You'd feel separate. a bit. Well, right, and yeah. I know, yeah, and obviously, yeah, you, all the stories about Tam Burgess. Make sure you don't Tam pass Burgess, out. Even Sam Burgess, Sam Burgess, Sam Burgess, um, grand final <laughs> got with another a broken jaw, and Tam. that's his uh, aunt, Tammy. It's Tam Burgess. Mm. I want to say thirteen plus in this game, but neither backline's really impressed me to be honest in the last month um, as I said I want to see a bit more shape out of the Raiders um, I think they they don't 
probably win this forward battle, to be honest, and that's probably why I'm going to go with the Raiders 1-12. to I think they'll do just enough to get the job done. I'm going to go first try Bateman because that's where they seem to go and he's the only bloke that's providing decent angles and um, that's going to disrupt the defence. And man of the match, Chance, I think they're going to force him to be a bit more involved this week and try and take a little bit of ball playing and get the ball out to the centre. He's at an interesting crossroads because he's obviously the incumbent Kiwi Yep, fullback, and he's a backup guy. But oh, I, was I, think was they yeah. I think they want him. RTS to play a bit is now more far and away. I mean, oh. what, what does it all mean in this era? But RTS is different level. Got every skill in the book. RTS. Um, I'm going 13. I am going to go 13 plus just because I think they'll, they'll bash the wall enough that it'll yeah, open yeah, late in the game. Open, yeah. uh, Starling, but I agree with you early on. Starling will be the same as there's only two blokes who are going to score this. It's either Bateman or Starling doing something for themselves and I'm going to go Starling. I think Whiten will eventually muss his way into Mandela match just um, running the ball hard and, and he's probably got a trial two in him this week. Running and the left centre all yep, night. Yeah, just uh, peppering them there which I know Lomax and Aitken have probably been the stars for the Dragons but it'll be enough to crack them. But interesting with the Interesting on the debutant because I know there's a rep on him and I know he's quick and everything. And oh, the nines, he was great. Yeah, um, but you're now playing A grade against yep. Yep. Uh, Nick Kotrick. So it's. Uh, he did have a couple of impressive finishes in the nines. And yeah, well, one was uh, one he managed to score him. from outside the field. It was That's right, but you've got to get him the ball in those positions, and I don't know if they can. That's what I mean. Like, throw the ball around like that in Duffy first grade. So. Like I said, Duffy didn't throw a ball last week. No. Can you? I watched that eighty minutes. I don't think I remember. It's a bit him, disappointing because he's been good this year. I remember him North. getting raked, and I remember him slapping a couple in over the dead ball line as we talked about a messenger and um, yeah. he just didn't get involved and if it's, if they're coaching through Hunt and they're coaching through Corey Norman and it does it does coincide if Corey Norman become back into the team and probably to their detriment but what are you going to do I suppose he had one really good game against his old club Brisbane yeah, he did and he he's, did. he's not but there now needs to be a Dufty after his ball in his hand isn't yeah. it the Dragons back line's not fast enough to play that flat that flat style of play. They need That's that right. little bit more depth, yep. a little bit more time. Yeah. Tigers might do a swap, Norman for Brooks. Why not? That would work in the Tigers' <laughs> favours, to be honest. I would actually probably take it these days. Yeah. If you swap Reynolds for um, Clifford, I'd, I'd do that too. I'd take it as a Tigers supporter. So maybe we can keep Benji. Uh, Titans, Broncos, 5.30 at Sea at, uh, Bus. We have uh, both for Murray is... What happened to Bo? Into the centres because, so um, yeah, yeah the back he was trying to read bone handwriting. Yeah. And Hipgrave, that means Hipgrave comes up. Alex Glenn, big in. Coates onto the bench for the Broncos. I am going to tip Brisbane. I think they're building to something. I think they're playing pretty good footy. And I think they've matched it now against a couple of top teams. Alex Glenn back, he, he'll coach and captain from the front. Cody Katoni, first try. And Tom Deard and man the match. Finally having a forward pack to play behind and just steering around the park in the right way. I think he's going to have a breakout game this week. He might stamp himself as something. And that's with all due respect to Titans. I just think there is class at the Broncos. They just don't – they're absolute shambles. But if they're ever going to win a game, yeah. it will be this and it will get them off the wooden spoon and break your dreams of Bulldogs not being wooden spooners. Um, almost, almost specials, I think, Brisbane this week. 
Payne Haas fired up. Alex Glenn uh, back. I think it's. Uh, I think the pieces come together. I'm going to look like a dickhead. I think Titans will next week. Be. I'm going to keep this clip because next week when they lose by twenty, I will play it. I just want that clip of I'm going to be a dickhead because oh, no, that's, how, that's how uh, that's day. how trailer. Can I get that for my ringtone, please? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Imagine having my ringtone. You should make it your alarm. I'm a dickhead. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, remember. Go on, go on. I'm going to go Brisbane as well, um, and partly due to that superstition where I haven't tipped the Titans once this year and they've done okay. But also, as you said, if the, if Brisbane are going to beat anyone in these past last few weeks to at least show something, it'll be against the Titans. I also like Haas, etc. I, th- I feel like the players who have been playing well for the Broncos in recent weeks can be the difference against a side like the Titans, even when they're giving it all. And I know that the Titans have been in recently good nick against Brisbane at Suncorp. You know, when that game was at Suncorp, the Titans are actually on a streak of beating Brisbane at Suncorp. But Brisbane have generally generally won the away game at Seabus. I don't think the Titans beat them twice in the season. So while the Titans are winning that Suncorp fixture, they can't beat them at home. And I remember in particular a couple of years ago when Ben Hunt was still there, probably his last good game for Brisbane, his last man of the match game, they put about 50 on him, helped 54-0 or something at Seabus. So yes, while the Titans usually beat the Broncos at Suncorp, the Broncos usually get it done at Seabus for whatever reason. So I guess I'm going to stick with that as well. I'll say Brisbane 1-12. to And you know what? Although last week the picking the Bulldogs over the Titans was that really that superstition pick, this is that superstition pick plus uh, uh, some, actual, some actual re- reasoning behind it as well, I no, guess. that's fine. But I will be very – once it comes game day and I'm watching the game, I, I already tell can already tell if the Titans are losing to the Broncos, I'm probably going to lose it. So yeah, The irony is right we could now. quite easily all sit here and go usual suspects, Don, Thompson, Brimson, Clifford, and be oh, – not Clifford. Um, we'll take Other it. Clifford. Who's the other Clifford? Your Clifford. Holly's dad, Fogarty. Fogarty. Fogarty, that's the one. And my father. You adopted last week, didn't you? Jehovah himself. Did he accept it or what? And no, he's not my dad anymore. He's just God. He could easily sit here, which is I'm guessing Barney's dad actually do this. I've prepped him. So you do exactly what I just said you're going to do, and then I'll agree with you a little bit. But as I said before, if the Titans do win, I feel like we will be talking about the usual suspects next week. Of course you will. Yeah. I can't tip Brisbane. I tipped them, I think, in round five, and that's the last time I've tipped and I'm not going to fucking tip them again now. Um, so it's like another game where I have to tip a Queensland team and I fucking still don't want to do that. Um, like Brisbane should Go win. The draw. Might as Even well. though they could, they should win, but I don't think they're going to. I think um, the Titans will match Brisbane in the forwards because they're only going to have two forwards that are going to have a crack and that's going to be um, Panguai Jr. and Haas. And I think that... Um, that Titans forward pack has been extremely impressive considering, um, like, the names that they've got in that list. Like, who knows Joffley? Fuck nobody. Who knew he, Fodawaker before... Yeah. week is a bit more known Before now this week. Yeah. No, but before this year, who knew Fodawaker? He had you know an all mean? right... Like, uh, he was the best of the rest, yeah. I'd say, when Arrow was out. Right. And yeah. um, if yep. Proctor wasn't Gosh. biting people, I'd probably go Titans 13+. plus. But <laughs> I'm going to go Titans 1-12. to 12. I'm going to go both on my first try scorer. I... I think they've got a. Um, I think it's going to obviously going to be tough with firmer up against um, Stags, but Stags does like to charge out of the line, which led to a couple of tries last week for Penrith, and it wouldn't surprise me if he charged out at a, at 
um, Fogarty and Fogarty got the ball to Fulmer and score first try. Um, I'm going to go man of the match, Ollie's dad. Oh, Fogarty. Does he stab himself a 14 origin player? Fogarty. Not this year. I don't think Clifford, so. Any them? No. Oh, Brimson would be more of a chance. And you know what? Be good what, what I wanted to bring up is that when he first came back in the oh, first couple of weeks. in your origin talk? Like, can we go home at some point? Yeah, we'll what? go home. Yeah, we'll save it. Now, we will do. So, <laughs> deeper into the finals, we are going to... We are going we'll to get right into it. We'll do it yeah. three hours. So deeper into the finals, we're going to do an origin deep dive before they get picked. <laughs> and we're also going to pick our own um, teams of the year. And there's something else we're yes, going to pick. We'll and I can't that. remember what that is. Yeah, but Titans won and, the 12. That'll be our 24-hour charity scorer. episode. Yeah, we're doing and 24 And Fogarty, man of the match. Very good. Like, you could, yeah, like I said, you can't argue with it. It's just is what it is. Brisbane has just been so disappointing. I can't tip them. Yeah, so. there was, yeah I know. I know. There's three and, or four and, blokes and, every week, and that's it. And you are right to do so, David. Stags is brilliant, and he could probably win the game on his own, but... I think most punters will be on your side, though, Barney, so no need to argue your case there. No, of no, course no, not. Man, but isn't it funny because you look at... Because I, I hate people that just go, oh, Brisbane's going to win. Why? I don't fucking know. Brisbane's going to win. Like, if I'm going to tell you Tons that I've shit, got... They should be dropped. You know, Do I need if, to explain if myself? A, if I've got yeah. an opinion... Can I explain it? I'm going to yeah, give no. you my opinion. That's right. You know, yeah, you don't like, want to speak. Like, uh, and, and like I said, I just preempted everything you're going to say because I know, I know exactly what you mean. I was just going... Punter's with, mentality. I was just mate. going the alternative sort of that is. I think they're building to something. I think... Yeah, yeah. There's and something I think, there. And I think they are... Brisbane have match winners in their team. If they'd signed a coach two weeks ago, they'd probably be up on the up and up, to be honest. Mm. And give, general's doing a bigger a job. structure and stuff. Yeah, but they don't know what's going on next year, so yeah. it's a bit of a head fuck. That's you know true as well. That's true as well. I've just on Peter General. I've seen something today that um, he's when, not getting the job next well, year. He, he, he's not. not he's not. No, no, no. That, no, he doesn't want. Nothing, I, I, this is nothing to do with that. Uh, but I've very just much seen Daddy something that it. apparently he's been dealt a very hard hand um, because. In that COVID bubble, as soon as that started, Corey Parker sided. He was on the coaching staff. He sided with Fox League. Yep. One of their coaches, because of COVID, wanted to self-isolate and still is. Okay. Um, and obviously with Seabold gone, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his exact name, but at the moment it's literally, other than the trainers, of course, like Alfie, et cetera, it yep. is Peter Gentle and one assistant coach. Yep. That's yeah, right. it for the coaching staff. So That's like um, yeah. the other – and I know everyone's doing it tough, but it's like the Warriors every day in their uh, in their run had the training staff playing. Yeah. Because of that oh, injuries. Can, opposed, their yeah, opposed game, they had training session. staff playing. Yeah, right. And even then they were short. So the teams are doing it tough. No, the, the teams no, are doing it tough. Um, I just really hope this is all done by next year. Yeah. Well, I'll tell be. you what, next year, one big reason why reserve grade needs to come back is because the Warriors have just signed with Redcliffe. And if they are going to be based out of Redcliffe, they need Redcliffe playing weekly so that they don't need to loan, get players on loan. But every week. They but can go into You absolutely could say about any, any club now. Yeah, you could, but like I guess the Warriors. Canterbury need Mounties playing or whatever it else it is. Oh, Someone else signed a deal for feet. Um, um, Canterbury have got Mounties. Yes. Yeah, they signed a yeah, And yeah. Canberra's currently, I guess they're going to be the Raiders next year. Like Billy yeah. Magulius is going to come in off the bench he's going to get a game this week apparently if you look at the team list and bloke hasn't played since what the yeah. grand final last year yeah. oh he had one he game in round two. three or two and or he played good against Melbourne. and he did good but you know that's four months later like yeah you can run around you can do your laps yeah. and do your weights and all the rest of it but oh. you put in but so even, much more I'm, effort I'm so when you, you, even look, but you even look at the, you know like the, I mean? uh, the uh, up and comers teams are signed and I, I know just because I follow the western sub, but like um is it Okimiano from Paris? 
the para forward. Um, I can't think of his name. Is Oka? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, obviously, tig- Tigers have uh, and cramped up, and Tigers have uh, Jock Madden, Paul Vaughan, Paul Simkin. Um, and it's scary. You don't want to play him because not Paul Vaughan. Twenty Paul minutes Simpkin. into the game, fucking yeah. That, so you got Jock Madden, Paul Simkins, uh, Sean Bloor. Yeah. Um, Realistically, someone that hasn't played for a couple a of months. There's a fourth player there. They might but they, if they've been playing all year, if they've been playing all year, all of a sudden you're ready to go. I'm going to get an hour out of him at now least. Gonna, and but, yeah. Towards last year, I started really getting into at least New South Wales Cup and I did go to the NSW Cup Grand Final. What about those finals? Billy Bagulius. Yeah. So. It was seventh versus eighth in the Grand Final. I literally woke up the morning of and I was like, well, I'm doing nothing today. I might as well catch a train to Parramatta, go to Bank West and watch it. And I did and it was good rugby league. Most ways to spend a day. And yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know, instead of next year, hopefully with reserve grade back, instead of having to wait till three in the afternoon or two in the afternoon. It'll make to, a massive difference because we're all going to have eyes on them as exactly. well. So you're going to be right. able to... Pe- people you know, usually... You know what's watch coming it, through, but yeah. at the moment... It actually, it'll it'll make our job easier because yeah. we'll have some, you know, the eyes will be out. And um, I, I hope they go back to the three games in the Arvo. Like, I'd if be, you go to a 5.30 yeah. game at Penrith, you get to watch reserve grade first. That's what they should get back to. I feel like yeah, at 21's least... 21's reserve grade, first grade. Yeah. There are rumours that the NRL are looking to change reserve grade a bit to have it every... It, it's not just New South Wales and Queensland, a unified comp. While that will hinder Queensland a bit because it will just be the three clubs and I don't think it will happen, I feel like there will be a bit more emphasis on reserve grade. And you know what? I, I feel like more people are starting to watch reserve grade and get... But you used to... I remember going back, even... Uh, when would it have been... I remember going out in high school and you'd, you'd get there at 2 o'clock to watch reserve grade. Yeah. I, I mean, I watch, always um, but people... Yeah. And you'd watch... Um, yeah. Like we used to watch... I'm just going back. We saw Freddie come through. Freddie play Reggie's. I'm trying to get the guys you like. Yeah. Huh? Like, saw a lot of those para guys. We also saw a lot of para games and Bulldogs yeah. games. A lot of those guys yeah. came through Reggie's and he was part of the day. You just go, Nathan Smith been in a lot of time yeah. in reserve grade, but it was a fucking... Yeah. Ripper first grade player, like, and, yeah. and you knew he was coming because he was just that good. Yeah, like, and not even necessarily going to the games, but on a Saturday or a Sunday, people watch the reserve grade games before the footy. They think, well, what's and, on? I it's, love it, man. Yeah. Especially the finals grade. time and, and, um, and the rest of it. And that used to be, but it used to be grand. Remember grand finals when it used to be the five thirty game? You would start the barbecue at. One yeah. because you'd watch the twenties, you'd, you'd watch, watch the, the red. Yeah, she's be ready. Nowadays you watch a girl. Uh, I don't mind watching a girl. Hopefully, there, okay? hopefully Trev gets another gig at a New South Wales Cup club, so you we can, can go just to a few get games. Straight in. Yeah. But even like finals time, the reserve grade teams that were running around were better than the bottom eight. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh well, look at even go back watch. to like that walk, the uh, Walker Brothers team. Like, mm, how good were the they? Jets. Yeah, yeah. And it is a tr- and they will never no get a job. Did. They'll never get a job, but they should have. I wish I wish someone had just gambled on them. Yeah. But they're now, they are who they are now. Their hope was the Warriors, to be honest. Next year yeah. we'll, pre- there, we'll preview so. and review the reserve grade as well. Add another couple of hours onto the. Ah, oh, why not? <laughs> why not? Might as well. Nothing else to do. The Reggie Jer- session. Jersey flag. Why not? Storm Cowboys, the main event. It's uh, no, it's not. It's the Sunday Arvo four o'clock game. Storm Cowboys. No Puppenhausen. Achilles Niggle. He's been rested. You've missed Seems one. Roosters Knights. Oh, have I crossed that already? Seven thirty. Oh, uh, you know why I crossed that already? I'll tell you why. <laughs> Teddy's out. Ponga's sure out. Barnett's out. Because uh, because all I wrote here was Knights have rested Ponga Barnett. And Heimel Hunt, and I just wrote white flag. White flag, yeah. Well, just well, apparently, 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 
all year Adam O'Brien since COVID's come back. This is what I've heard at least. Adam O'Brien has had round 18 as the week to rest players. Apparently he didn't know they were versing the Roosters. Apparently all year he has planned for round 18. Because uh, he didn't look at round players. 18. He didn't know. He didn't look comps, at round though. 18. He didn't look at round 18. <laughs> I suppose but it was apparently to be he's had that slated. after COVID. Yeah, apparently he's had around this time, I guess, slated. And then he's realised they're versing the Roosters. But you know what? They've secured finals now. I mean, I'm going to sound like a wanky. Is there an integrity issue with that? No. <sighs> like, hey, everyone get on us round 18 because I'm resting everyone. No, well, I tell you, I bet... Oh, if you put a bet on in round four, maybe. Yeah, like... Well, (laughs) O'Brien's not really revealed that to anyone until now, that it was the plan to rest these players. It just feels like a massive white flag. You're trying to get a fucking job as a steward. No, nah, nah, you're not allowed to bet if you're a steward. Uh, yeah. Imagine living that life. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Adam I have to come home and talk to the missus and stuff. Fuck. So yeah. what? <laughs> you reckon O'Brien's got the, the Roosters 13 plus and then Robinson's seen it? No, I don't. I'm not. All right, then. I'm sorry. I'm going to rest. I'm not implying anything. Everyone's got that 1 to 12. I'll put all my cash on 1 to 12. I'm not implying anything, but I just. I know, I know. It's just an interesting. Because I know when you rest, it's the old thing. When you rest players, it's. Well, if Robbo comes out of the stands and crash tackles Manu, Manu before he puts the ball down for the last try. <laughs> <laughs> there might be something in it. Is this game irrelevant? Is this game relevant to the point? No, I mean, like, uh, ladder-wise, it's irrelevant? Not really. No. So, Both have Newcastle got anything to gain from, like, they can finish no. high? We'll put it this way. That's if if Newcastle beat the Roosters, I'm pretty sure they're safe in the, they in could the top get four into at least six, this week. But... They might as well have the North Sydney Bears versus the... Newcastle Knights and Brandon. No, well, here's the thing. Side. I hope Tedesco gets rested. Otherwise, he's putting 200 fucking super coach points on here. Um, he, and you know what? Gives other players just a go. Buy play him. In the year. Give some experience. I already buy him. I have bought him. But I'm more, <laughs> I, I'm more excited. Like, he'll get injured this In my week. sick mind, he'll I'm more rested, excited to see every other person in the world panic <laughs> than me. I own him. That's fine. I did buy him back because I have to. You can't wait him. But I'm more excited to see a nation of super coach players shit oh, the no, bed because yeah. he's because both Bonga and <laughs> and see they scrape together I'm yeah, more excited I'm, for that I'm going Roosters 13 plus in this one I think that the Roosters back line might be teaching the Knights back line a pretty good lesson take after this one your to be honest pick. yeah take your pick like that the, the Knights back line does not hold a candle to the Roosters back line and if they even get close to matching them in the middle the Roosters could just run all over the Knights especially without Ponga and Barnett who's just an absolute animal he lets a few tries in being too enthusiastic but and rushing off his only, line he was the hope of that side he is just their nasty. forwards are going to steamroll him and then yeah. it's just going to be this could be six Clemmer's going to be up for a big night and I hope he doesn't get hurt and so they're back, just going to run straight yeah, through yeah, yeah, that yeah. middle and yeah, I, I think the, I think the back, uh, the Knights backline might get embarrassed in this game. To be honest, as I said, pick one for your first try scorer. I'm going to pick Manu, yeah. just because you know, if he gets the ball with half a with half a break in front of him, he's going to score. I just wrote two tight ready, Teddy man of the match and man of the match. Um, I want to say Takiyaho. So if they rest but Teddy, he's not going to get it. So it's going to be Kiri or Teddy. Chuck Orbo at fullback. If they rest Teddy, it's the one position he's never played. If they rest, yeah, do it. If they yeah, rest, well, if they rest Teddy, does Manu play fullback? 
Or yes. does, or or does so. uh, one of the Morrises? Nah. Literally. Well, well Manu, Manu's gone there three times this year and has looked fucking Manu could go to Manu could go to the Tigers fullback. and play fullback and be their best player. He's played three. I th- I'm pretty sure he's played three games at fullback and he he's been really yeah, yeah. good every time. His best game this year was against, actually it was at the end of the Dogs, but yeah, it was he was dogs, super, but, he was yeah. super, super. But every time he's played fullback, he's done a really, really good job. And yeah, when, I'd probably put him there before Brett or Josh. I think they will just, just not, not disrupt. Yeah, just not disrupt I mean? the rest. Yeah, and you can put and a second throw, hour to play. Yeah, throw Orbo at centre. Yeah, right. <laughs> to your point, throw Orbo at four. But he's played three hundred games. The one position in first grade he has not played is fullback. Just do it. I is mean, that legit? It's fullback. Yeah, the no, one position that, it, it, he's, so he's played. He, he has played at least filling in, coming off the bench. He's played in every position except for fullback. You know just, what they should do? Just, just do it. Name him to start, and then one minute in, go. You're back, <laughs> you're back in the back row, mate. <laughs> you're playing no, fullback just, now. Honestly, just so he can frame fullback. the number one. Jersey <laughs> yeah, well. no, That's just because it. has any player before in at least the NRL era played at least one game in every single position, one to thirteen? No, wouldn't just so. do no, it. I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, just He's also played half. Surely he hasn't yeah, played, he played half. Seven. He's played half back and five eight. He's been named That's as like it. a half back before and has been there. And at that's what I'm saying. Eight. Is this legit? Or oh, you just fucking come on, Robo, do it. He, do it, Robo. Like, when did they name him at wing? <laughs> he would have played at least one wing game. I, I, I've seen that he has played every position other than fullback. Ollie's tossing up. No, I'm he's sure. had too many rounds. No, yeah. no, but you think about it. The guys played. There's a big white pole there about to walk in, Ollie. I'm telling you, just play him at fullback anyway. Just do I'm it. I'm pretty sure he's never played halfback. <laughs> he's been named at halfback, I'm pretty sure. Surely he's played a few games at 5'8". He has at least been named at halfback once right. in the number right. seven jersey, I'm right. sure. Right. It it's your homework this week. If, Go you can prove, if you can prove I'm wrong. It's your so homework. 13, right. plus, it's your homework. 13 plus, everybody? Yeah. 13 plus, yeah. Move on. Uh, Mitchell Storm Orbison, Cowboys. man of the Take match, your Patrick pick. I think uh, doubles for at least three of the back line. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Pick who you want. I think they just carve up that back line. There's two two in the experience. This will be like when they played Tigers. It was just like the Harlem Globetrotters no, start playing. Oh, I forgot. Mitchell Pierce will show up against his old club. He'll be man of the match. He'll score 30 on his own. Oh, He'll here he comes. It's a mosquito. Mitchell Pierce. <laughs> He's fucking tucked up with his annoying Mitchell, noise. I can see Mitchell Pierce's face now standing behind the goalpost as he always does. He's got that half... Face on. He's, and, thinking, uh, he's thinking Barney just picked me for pot plant already, please. Oh my god. Did we have pot plants this week? Yeah. We did all that good. All right. Storm Cowboys on the uh, Sunday Hank Azario, that was him. The Sunday ticket. Right. Hank Azario. Sunday session. Uh, no Puppenhausen rested. Uh, Nico Hines into fullback. Vunavalo named in the reserves. Coming back from his broken head. And uh, Assassin's Soliola is uh, also back. <laughs> Cowboys unchanged. But uh, it won't matter. Storm are going to flex their muscles this week. Yeah, we think uh, so. Class will prevail 13 plus. Olam, uh, the uh, walking statue, will score first try. And I think it's. Uh, Walking statue. I oh, just he's, he's, he's a, what do you mean walking statue? He's a brick shit house. What do you mean? But he's not a he's statue. Quite, apparently he's got like a statues don't move. He does. Apparently he's got like a degree in physics or something. He's quite intelligent. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. Like he does. Yeah. Uh, Munster man of the match. Uh, Applied physics apparently. Something like that. Yeah. Munster man of the match. As apparently we're in a washing machine now. Um, yeah. What is Take that? Your fucking four wheel drive. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, all right, Barney. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yes. The loonies are out tonight. And a spin tackle. I think the, the Cowboys are going to get a working over in the forwards. I think the, the Storm will just 
continually go back up through the middle and just wear this Cowboys forward pack out. I still... I, I don't think that it's going to be 13 plus, to be honest. I okay. think it's going to be a little bit closer because the Cowboys have shown me a few things and um, they look like they've got a few points in them. So I'm expecting them to score maybe 12 to 18 points. And then, yes. Yeah, Let me put it this way. Storm if Souths could only come up with six points in the first half last week, how are Cowboys going to come up with more than that? Because Drinkwater's a better ball player than both Souths halves. Wow. I'm recording this. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I, I think he throws better passes than both okay. Walker and Reynolds, to be honest. Cool. Um, and if he can get somebody, if he can get... Does he uh, play Origin? No. No. <laughs> we're bar- we're barring. Right. Stop talking. We're, we're barring Origin. Origin, origin is it. barred until round twenty-one. But I think Val. Um, I think Val pops up and around and um, okay. gives some good service after some good ball off drink water. I've got um, Nico Hines first try scorer and man of the match Munster. I think uh, the Cowboys will. Uh, the Storm will end up breaking through on that left hand side with drink water uh, with Munster running running good lines and giving good ball. Who's outside man? Oliver. I was about to say I'm feeling a bit drunk and this might be a bit of an out there <laughs> prediction, but I'm going to go with what Barney said and say Melbourne 1-12. to Cowboys have looked good lately. Melbourne haven't really been held to 1-12 to by a sort of lower ladder side all year. And so why be, I hate saying, well, I hate saying they're due, but I feel like it'll happen at least once, and I feel like it'll be this week. And I feel like they'll turn up for it, and they'll turn up against Penrith next week as well. But I feel like Penrith might put them to the sword, as I said, because the minor premiership will likely be on the line. Yep. Um, but I, I feel like they'll they'll put in a good effort, and it. it, it for me, I, I know it's a very vague thing, but it'll be one of those rugby league anomalies to answer your question as to why Souths could only put six on Melbourne, why can the Cowboys, or sorry, hold them. I think it's a rugby league anomaly where you can't really explain it, but the Cowboys will just turn up on the day and they'll look good and it'll be 1-12. to 12. And do I personally, genuinely, deep down in my heart believe that? Probably not, but I'm going to go for one outlandish <laughs> pick drunk. this week. But I'm drunk. I'm a bit buzzed, and I tell you what, if that comes off, then Jesus Christ, I'm a rugby league god. Both me and both me and Barney. If that could have sent to a celestial being. What position did he play? <laughs> Jesus would have been a fullback, wouldn't he? Who's it? Jesus. Apparently. Jesus. Jesus. Part the seas and walk on water uh, yeah. and stuff. Jesus yeah. is the son of God. He'll play anyway. He would have played. For, he would have played for East. For two hundred grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> So like party. Jesus, Jesus is coming. He's also food. their drink sponsor. We're, we're, so that's we've, right. got, we've got um, we've got the Jesus cam, and he's going to come on for thirteen minutes this round, and then pull a hammy. And press the red button. <laughs> press the red button for the Jesus oh. cam to watch him on the bench. <laughs> Jehovah. Oh. All right, um, and I'll, kudos to you. So you're eighteen, Ollie. I'm twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Oh, twenty. Okay, I was going to say well done for keeping up with this, but now you're twenty. I was drinking. It was my birthday the other month. Do you oh, think no, I was, I was on the piss when I was seventeen here or something? That's a good point. We were. So I mean, oh, I, no, I, just I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I was drinking at the pie when I was fourteen. Have you, have you met? Irish? I mean, I used to drink with mates and get people to buy alcohol for me, but I never. I shouldn't say that. Um, I mean, I look. 13. I look, the, I look five without the mustache. It's starting to grow back now. I shaved it for you last week, but you weren't there. The so. best, the best story, the best story about that was when um, 
uh, my brother Chris used to drink at the Paceway for five years <laughs> and then had his 18th there. <laughs> and, my, and what's the occasion? It's my 18th. What? <laughs> anyway. Um, Flobs did a similar well, thing. In, yeah. in high school, one of my mates would always know someone from work or something, so everyone would get their money together, give it to this one person to give it to their mate from work or whatever, and then they'd get it all for us yeah. on the night. But I'd never go to a pub or anything. And what you start? So how did you end up with the rums? That's So that's what me brother-in-law started me on okay and i didn't like it too much at first but it, i could stomach it better than beer i still don't like beer beer you'll learn to and like a, it. a lot of people say you'll learn to like it but people people were saying that when i was 15 and i don't <laughs> no thank you i'm not going to learn to like it right now it's not a fan of the yeast Anyway, this is becoming a bit more of a club trev than a footy and frothies, right? Yeah, there, let's get it back to the club We're still a quick, quick club trev after this without the trevs. Oh, why not? Why not? Maybe a better show. Um, oh. All right. I've so. <laughs> <laughs> been holding on to that for ages. I love the trevs, both of them. <laughs> Honestly. Who do you like better? In small doses. I obviously like Trev Smith better because that's how I came to know you guys, through Trev okay, Smith. what a beautiful so. thing. That's right. I've met yeah, the no once, opinion. but you know what? He's a he's a solid bloke, and why why are we still talking about he's this? This is nothing to do with what he's Because we're talking about doing a club trip show. You started this, Ollie. <laughs> Hey, if you want me, hey, I'll talk to I'll talk to midnight. Don't you worry about that. Sharks do, <laughs> Club Trev. No, that's at the Cherry Show. Sharks Warriors on the uh, six thirty game, which I am enjoying. Jubilee at six thirty at, at Oakey. Sunday. Yeah, well, there, there's a point. Do we prefer the the six thirty or yes. do we like the two and four? I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather. No Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Three, it, it, go two three three for crowds. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, two, four, six. Yeah. Two, four, six. No, no, I mean like uh, two on games on a Friday. Three on the Sunday, two o'clock. No, no, sorry. When I say two, three, six, three, three, I mean two games on a Friday, three, three. Yeah. I'd rather yeah, have. three games on the Sunday, uh, two Super Saturday as it is, two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Bang, bang, bang like it used to be. Yep. Get rid of Thursday. Yeah. And, it, it's, uh, almost, it's almost as if the NRL and the broadcasters set it out so that more people are watching on TV than actually That's 100%. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. The, the only course. reason exists, 100%. exactly. Yeah, and you should, you should start a Facebook page. 100%. And suggest that. <laughs> and also, Brilliant. maybe Connor Watson could play for the Tigers. Anyway, that's fine. Uh, Sharks, uh, Elia Johnson's back. He's going to partner with Tracy. Mm. Talakai starts for Wade Graham, who's out. Yes. Uh, Rudolph's uh, named in a starting lineup as well. Warriors get the Paro boys back this week, Alvaro and Jennings. I'm tipping upset here. I After the way they played last week, uh, I think discipline will win this game. I think Warriors will win this game as a result of their discipline being much better than the Sharks' non-discipline. They will take advantage of the Garden of Pot Plants as Look, I get... Wait, Chad's stuff. not going to run in and oh. fucking shoulder charge anyone this week, so... That's right, because you're suspended. Um, <laughs> uh, Warriors 1-12. to Peter Hickou first try there, who I uh, once accused of being a flat check blue, but I actually really enjoy his work. I, uh, Hickey, I love that Hickou and her combination. The second half of this um, season, he's been a, uh-huh. outstanding, Hickou. And RTS, man of the match. He is elite, elite fullback, one of the best fullback, obviously... Conversation best five fullbacks in the world, and he's easy. proving it now. Easy. And uh, he's, he's in gonna... the top three without fucking even raising a sweat. You reckon? Yeah, fucking no. Him, Ponga, Tedesco. Yep. Happenhausen, four. I reckon he's second. He's in front of Ponga at the moment. Okay. Yep. The way he's going at the moment, and he How doesn't do have like. He's have always in position. How many times do you see like a ball rolled through and Tedesco, uh, RTS, not within yep. the camera shot? Where I've, I've seen Bonga plenty of times not in camera shot when uh, the ball's been rolled through. 
I'm pulling yeah. it by any right now, and yeah. you're right. Yeah. It's a total RTS package. RTS is a... Okay, number two. She said number two yeah, in the world. Number two, for sure. Okay. Teddy's one. And then of RTS course. is two. Of course, yeah. And what, Pappenhausen and four. And yeah. then we, we, we fives for later. And then... That yeah, might be one of our off-season shows. Maybe we can do top five. Well, if there's one thing we know in life, Mariah, as you're aware, if you watch Quarantine Kitchen... Um, Men like making lists. And don't get um, So we'll be making lists in uh, the off-season. soup, apparently. No. Mm. Oh. The two around. Oh, it's a bit of a sore point. All right, Barney. Yeah. Barney, you're tipping the Sharks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 oh, it's a must of three and a half hours. It's a must They could have watched the Siege of Gondor like, one, yeah. It's going to be a good game. Like Both teams are going to turn up to win here because Warriors have to win. Warriors point to prove Otherwise, yeah. Exactly. And the Sharks are like, if they win this week, they can just cruise through to the finals. And then that's probably a bad thing. To be honest, that is a horrendous thing. <laughs> but and you know, if they unless you're Penrith because you get a buy in the first of, round, of the, you get two weeks whatever. off in there. But I think Sharks uh, one to twelve, just because of Johnson. To be honest, Johnson's been one of the form halves for the entire year. Uh, the way he gets the ball back when, when there's nothing on, he just rolls it through and gets the ball back. And yeah, uh, Sharks one to twelve. First try scorer I've gone with um, Braden Ueli because he was he played the worst game I've ever seen him play last week, and I expect him to cop a bit of a slapping off the coach. And I think he might get the first try up the middle, short ball off Braley, and Sean Johnson's going to be man of the match. Very good, Holly. I'm going to say the Warriors one to twelve. I partly because I want to see a close. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see the Warriors still contesting for the at the end of the season. Exactly, I think the Sharks still get it. Um, but also the Warriors have been the better team the past few weeks, and they deserve the win against Parramatta, and they're going to deserve a win, I think, against Cronulla, and they're fighting for a final spot. I would like to see the Warriors do it 13 plus, just so that for and against gets a bit closer, so it's more realistic. But as a Sharkies fan, you know what? I'm fine with the Sharkies anyway. I just like the Sharks get beaten 13 plus, they can just fuck off back to Cronulla and let Warriors. Finish in the top eight. Yep. All right. Quickly, disaster class, Barney. Ah, punting disaster class. Hang on. I forget. I closed my book. Oh, gosh. Amateur error. So we've got Daggy's... um, Admittedly, we are amateur hour, but that's fine. Daggy's running at minus 22 at the moment after what's at 17 weeks of betting. So he's put 170 out there, got 150 back. He's 22 behind. He's gone with Manly at the line, South at the line, and the Warriors head-to-head at $7.50. I'm um, currently running at $65 profit from the one win with the $23 multi. I'm going to go Titans, Sharks and Penrith, 1 to 12 at $6.50. Ollie? I am going to go for the um, punters. I'm going to go Penrith 13 plus, but I'm also going to add in Crichton to score, but also Fergo to score. I think Virgo gets another try. Um, Penrith 13 plus, any time. You have no price on it, do you? A- any time. Crichton. I'd say you're looking at probably um, not much. Crichton. Three into evens into it. You're probably looking at about, oh, I think probably P- about 12 bucks. Crichton Pen- Penrith would be favourites 1 to 12, but I'm going to say 13 plus. I'm going to say Virgo to score, Crichton to score. And I think because Virgo. You'd probably you get about what? $7 for that. Yeah, and we'll you have look, a look. You, you look at the likes of Sevo lately and with Brown being out. Weirdly, Fergo's probably one of the most likely para players to score in this one. So yeah. And our absentee from this week, um, Dana actually got his bet up last week. Yeah. He had Fergo anytime try scorer and Parramatta one to twelve. 
So at um, the price of $5, gets him back to a $50 gain for this week, but he was at minus 50 starting this round. So he's back to break even. Aren't the, um, aren't the tab blokes too good? I was just looking at the odds now. I just, this is from TAB. Um, Penrith 13 plus is favourite. Yeah. At which, obviously, we're intelligent blokes and we agree, but... Uh, Not me. You would have thought, anyway. thought the uh, obvious one would be... Anytime Crichton and Fergo. Yeah, right, okay. Chuck them in as well. Uh, uh, they don't do any times, I don't think. Uh, well, they'd have to go through the machine. I can't be bothered. Oh, is it two and two? And probably looking at evens. You're probably looking at two fifty, three bucks. bucks. Yeah, you probably get. You might get twelve dollars. Two into two into. I'd say you twelve bucks. Uh, my, twelve bucks. Ooh, you're generous. I'm going. I'll uh, with you from now on. Manly, can, that's fine. I'll hold it. Uh, Manly. <laughs> you won't hold it. What are you talking about? <laughs> sure, Manly five and a, uh, Manly minus a start, which is five and a half into South minus a start, seven and a half into the Warriors. Eight dollars sixty or ten dollars a net gives you eighty six bucks, and I'll be Eight dollars sixty. Yep. Yeah. That's it for me. And we're looking forward to down to the business end of the. Season, it's been a fun season. Thank you for joining us for the last three and a half hours. Brilliant. Um, if you've made it this long, as you would have noticed by now, that uh, Footy and Frothies now purely devoted. The channel is all Footy and Frothies. If you're on Spotify and uh, SoundCloud and uh, iTunes, all Footy and Frothies, the racing stuff we've biffed off because they're paying you more money. Um, <laughs> Ollie, thank you for joining us. When are you going to start? Paying? No worries, man. Jerk. Uh, when I get a sponsor, if you're sponsor, oh. just find us on Facebook. Uh, 40 and Frothies, jump on there and give us some feedback. Tell us what you're here in the next few weeks because obviously there's origin discussions, there's finals discussions. There's many an hour to fill. Um, but until then, thank you guys. And I miss Trev. And thanks, Trev. Shout out to Trev who hasn't been back for a bit, but he's uh, he's, he's working he's hard. Working he's going to make his money, which he's allowed to do. Oh, I'll just fade oh, that up. Oh. All right. Bye, everybody. Catch you next week.